The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. What can I say except we're dead soon? We're dead soon. Can you at least try? Giant Hawk. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. We're dead soon. All right, break time's over. Get up. Why? You gonna give me a speech? Tell me I could beat Taka cause I'm Maui. I'm here I'm now, here nigga. nigga. Uh, but I do want to say one thing though. They, I, I thought this was my building. And I feel terrible that I'm getting stopped, accosted, asking for passes. Everybody in this building should know who the hell I am. And I'm getting stopped. I can't move around this building. Like I, I was like, what the hell? Is this Madison Square Garden? I'm going to have to call Mr. Dolan and say, Jesus, is my number in the rafters or what? Nah, 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 nah. Hey, yo, white people. White people. Cut the bullshit. Okay? Cut the shit. Please. Hey, listen. Cut the shit. You know, bruv, yo, white people have been a fucking cancer to this planet. Legit, bruv. White people have traumatized my people for years. For years. And listen, bruv. Like, I, I, I'm tired. You motherfuckers have traumatized us for fucking years. You motherfuckers have literally ruined our lives. Right? You guys, yo, listen. You motherfuckers are terrorists. Okay? And, bruv, listen, yo. We've been giving you a pass after pass after pass. Right? We forgave you all on many things. We forgave you all. Legit, bruv, you motherfuckers have literally traumatized my people to the point where, like, black people still fear white people to a certain degree. And some black people are still searching for white approval. Bruh, listen, listen, I have had enough. Legit, bruv, I have had enough of white people. All facts. Okay? All fucking facts. You guys have ruined everything. And now, now, you motherfuckers want to terrorize our olfactory systems. Huh? You motherfuckers are already the cancer of the world. Now you motherfuckers want to be the landfills of the world. Listen, bruv, no. No. Nah, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Dear white people, listen, listen, cut the bullshit. Bruv, if you are a white person, right, and you are listening to this episode, I would like for you to sit the fuck down and listen to me carefully. Okay? Please, do me a favor. You know what? Fuck it. Do us a favor. And by us, I mean the world. <laughs> by us, I mean us, the fucking non-whites, the parks. The people of color, do us a favor, okay? And bath.
We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Well, here I am in my tubby again, and my tubby's all filled with water and nice fluffy suds. And I've got my soap and washcloth to wash myself, and I've got my nifty scrub brush to help me scrub my back, and I've got a big fluffy towel to dry myself when I'm done. But there's one other thing that makes tubby time the very best time of the whole day. And do you know what that is? It's a very special friend of mine, my very favorite little pal. Oh, rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Bo-bo-bo-dee-o, rubber ducky, joy of joys. When I squeeze you, you make noise. Rubber ducky, you're my very best friend, it's true. Oh, every day when I make my way to the tubby, I find a little fella who's cute and yellow and chubby. Rub-a-dub-dubby, rubber ducky, you're so fine. And I'm lucky that you're mine. Rubber Ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Hey, Rubber Ducky, would you like me to scrub your back with my nifty little scrub brush? You would? Okay, how's this? Hey, you want me to scrub behind your ears? Ooh, I see. You don't have any ears, do you? Well, how about your tummy? Scrub his little ducky tummy. Ooh, he's ticklish. Oh, every day when I make my way to the tubby, I find a little fella who's cute and yellow and chubby. Rub-a-dub-dubby, rub-a-ducky, you're so fine. And I'm lucky that you're mine. Rub-a-ducky, I'd like a whole pond of. Rub-a-ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. We now return to your regular programming. Just fucking bath. Take a fucking bath. Okay, bruv, just fucking bath. Legit, bruv, buy yourself a rubber ducky and bath. Buy yourself some bubble bath. Play with the fucking foam. Just bath. Please. Please, just fucking bath. You guys have done enough. Okay? Now you motherfuckers want to colonize our olfactory systems. Our nose cavities. No, we ain't doing that. You ain't colonizing my nose. No. No. Bruv, y'all fam, I have an African nose. Okay? It's a bit flat. It's a bit wide. It is what it is. I'm a black man. And bruv, listen. Listen, I have had enough. I have had enough. Dear white people, please, just fucking bath. Or take a shower. Take a shower. Right? Showers are good too. Showers are great too. Bruh, listen. Just dip your bodies. In holy water. 
right? Dip your bodies in holy water. The Lord knows you motherfuckers need it. Okay? Wash away your white privileged sins. Wash them away. Legit, bruv. You motherfuckers are not bathing. Like, bruh, yo, what? Huh? Take a fucking bath. You motherfuckers are not showering? What's going on, bruv? What's going on in the white community? The fuck is going on? The fuck is going on? Bruh, white people, you guys have raped, pillaged, right? Vandalized and colonized the fucking world. Y'all did it all, right? You guys did it all. Now you motherfuckers don't want to bath now? Like, like, bruh, no, no, no. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Bath. Bath, please. Please. Please, just, just fucking bath. Okay? I'm begging you motherfuckers, just bath. Fam, yo, dude, yo. I, I, yo, fam. Hey, I don't want to be out there shopping at a mall. Okay? I don't want to be out there shopping with my family and then your fucking smell hits me. Like a ton of bricks. I ain't trying to do that. I ain't trying to get hit by your fucking body odor. Legit, bruv. I ain't trying to get traumatized by your fucking body odor. I don't want my nose to be colonized by your body odor. Please, white people. Listen, white people. You guys are great listeners. Okay, you guys are great listeners. Now, please, listen to me. Just, just fucking bath. Okay? Just fucking bath. Bruh, I just read a super triggering <laughs> article on the New York Times. Bruh, this fucking article triggered me. And listen, bruv, I'm a fucking millennial who grew up in Africa. I shouldn't be triggered. But I'm triggered. I'm fucking triggered, bruh. Yo, what's happening to me, bruh? Am I becoming a fucking Gen Z? What's happening? Am I becoming soft like these kids out here? What's going on? Do I have anxiety now? Am I depressed? What's happening? What's happening? Bruh, all I know is I'm triggered. I just saw a fucking article on the New York Times. And listen, bruh, listen, bruh, listen. I'm scared. I'm scared for what's coming. Bruh, the article basically states that the pandemic has made some people read white people rethink the daily shower okay it has made a lot of people to rethink the daily shower <laughs> what huh rethink the daily shower bruh yo yo <laughs> Is fucking showering or taking a fucking bath something that needs to be rethought? Huh? Like, bruh, yo, dude, just fucking bath. Plain and simple. And listen, white people, you guys are already showering wrong. Right? You guys are already taking horrible baths. Why? Because y'all use your fucking hands. To scrub your bodies. <laughs> what? Huh? 
You guys use your hands to scrub your bodies? Y'all use your hands to wash your fucking faces? Your bare fucking hands? Your fucking palm be out there scrubbing you down? White people. White people. White people. Stop behaving like animals. Okay? Buy yourselves some fucking face cloths and loofahs. Do better. Buy yourself a loofah, please. If you are white and you are listening to this shit, kindly please buy yourself a loofah. Your palm is not enough. Okay? Eminem said it best. Palms are sweaty. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. He's vomiting on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Listen, your palms are what? Your, your palms are nasty. Your palms are sweaty. Okay? Buy yourself a fucking loofah. Please, white people, man. White people, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Bruh, yo, fam. White people. White people are fucking terrorists. You guys are terrorists, honestly, bruv. Listen, listen, you motherfuckers are terrorists. Allahu Akbar! Allahu Akbar! Allahu Akbar! Allahu Akbar! Allahu Akbar! You motherfuckers are terrorists. Okay? You're not trying to build fucking caliphates in black people's nostrils. No, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that! You are not going to turn my fucking nose into Iraq. You are not going to turn my fucking nostrils into Syria. We ain't doing that. No. Listen, bruv. Listen, you guys are going to push me to put out a fucking fatwa on your souls. Legit, bruv. The fuck is going on, bruh? Yo, some woman, right? Some white lady, some Karen, right? A domestic terrorist. <laughs> she came out and said that, yo, these days, I now shower once a week. <laughs> she came out and said that she now showers once a week. Let that shit sink in, bruv. Listen, black people worldwide are now, yo, dude, black people worldwide are fucking freaking out. If you are black and you are listening to this shit right now, I know, listen, I know my sister. I know my brother. I know how you feel. What? Black people are fucking panicking. They're like, wait, what? Once a week? Bruh, bruh, listen, listen, listen. Black people, yo, we dip our bodies daily. All day or a dead day, at least twice a day. Right? Twice a day. Legit, bruv, once a day when we are being risky. <laughs> Legit, bruh, yo, this woman, by the way, lives in Martha's Vineyard. That's where she lives. She lives over there, bruv. She's fucking fancy. Big baller brand never lost. Right? And she's out there just bathing once a week or showering once a week. She dips her body in water once a fucking week. That's dirty, man. That's fucking dirty. Legit, bruv, that is fucking dirty. Let's just keep it a buck. That is dirty. Right? Some other people out there are now questioning if they really need to bath. Huh? Right? 
some lady came out and said that, yo, I, I be asking myself, like, yo, do I need to bath? Do I want to bath? Huh? Like, should I shower? What's the importance of showering? What's the importance of cleaning my body? Bruh, one of them came out and said that. And I quote, The act of taking a shower became less a matter of function and more of a matter of doing something for myself that I enjoyed. What the fuck are you talking about? Hey, lady, lady, what the fuck are you talking about? Listen, let me try to find her name. Her name is, I got it, her name is Heather Whaley. And she's 49 years old. Like, bro, hey, Heather, the fuck are you talking about? And by the way, Heather is a writer in Reading, Connecticut. Hey, Heather, the fuck are you talking about? Okay? Hey, I'm just, I'm just asking questions. The fuck are you talking about? She said that her shower use has dropped by 20%. Heather, again, I ask, what the fuck are you talking about? How do you know that your shower use has dropped by 20%? Bruh, are you keeping score? Are you recording how many times you fucking shower or bath? Is that what you are doing? White people, listen, cut the shit. Cut the shit! And bath. Okay? Just bath. Right? Or just fucking shower. Just shower. Legit, bruv. Just fucking shower. Okay? And speaking of showers, I saw a video of South Africa's former president, Jacob Zuma, dancing with his family. Right? They were out there dancing to Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. South Africa is a fucking joke. Okay? This country is a fucking joke. The fuck is going on out here? Like, bro, yo, isn't Jacob Zuma being investigated for some shit? Like, bro, yo, isn't this guy supposed to be in prison right now? Bro, I'm so confused. He's out there dancing with his family, having a fucking jaw. <laughs> right? He's having a ball. And Big Baller Brand never lost. Never lose. Let's just keep it a buck, bruv. Big Baller Brand is not known to lose, bruv. No. Big Baller Brand wins all the time. And Jacob Zuma is. Is the fucking premier member of Big Baller Brand. It is what it is. He's a baller. This fucking guy is a baller. Right? And listen, bruv. Ball is life. All facts. Right? Investigations come and go. <laughs> Investigations come and go. But bruv, ball is life. All facts, bruv. Ball is forever. Investigations come and go, but ball is forever. Ball is for life. Ball is life. What's going on in South Africa, bruv? Huh? What the fuck is going on out here? I mean, bruh. Bruh. Did y'all see that the ANC Secretary General, Ace Mahashule, has been suspended by the ANC? 
the president, Cyril Ramaphosa, decided to suspend the ANC's secretary general. Right? And bruv, yo, if y'all thought that's where the fucking drama stopped, no. Nope. South Africa's a crazy country. It never just fucking stops. Right? The drama just keeps going on. Right? After the president suspended Ace Mahashule, right? The Secretary General of the ANC, Ace Mahashule decided to return the favor. Yeah, Ace Mahashule decided to suspend the president. <laughs> Let that shit sink in. Okay? He decided to head back. He decided to head back. And suspend the president. It, like, what are we doing over here, bruv? What are we doing? And bruv, listen. As it happens, right? Ace is no longer the secretary general of the ANC. And even if he was still the secretary general, he would have no such constitutional powers as to suspending the fucking president. He has no power. He can't do that. I mean, dude... Yo, fam, this country is a joke. And while all of that is happening, Jacob Zuma is out there dancing. Jacob Zuma is out here doing the fucking nene on the gram. Jacob Zuma is out there jamming to Wiz Khalifa. While the fucking ANC is out there fucking fighting amongst itself, Jacob Zuma is out here, you know, dancing with bags full of Gupta millions. He's out there doing the fucking electric slide on the TL, right? And bruv, he's not even trying to keep it on the DL, no. He went viral. While the fucking ANC is out there beefing, Jacob Zuma is out here just having a ball. He's out here thriving, you know? He's out here living his best life. It is what it is. What's going on over here, bruv? What the fuck is going on? Right? We have secretary generals suspending presidents. Like, what? Like, what, what kind of country is this? Like, bruh, what kind of country is this, bruv? <laughs> like, dude, dude, our former president is now a viral sensation. Like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Huh? There's no difference between Jacob Zuma and Bad Baby. They are viral sensations, bruv. Catch me outside. How about that? How about that? Right? Motherfuckers are trying to fucking imprison Jacob Zuma. And he's out there saying, catch me outside. How about that? Bruh, yo, talk about all-time lows. Like, dude, like, dude, I, I like, fam, I, I, I don't know. I really don't fucking know what's going on in this country. Legit. Right? We had fucking hip-hop wars last week. Right? Local rappers are beefing with local producers and fucking managers. And like, motherfuckers are out there talking about money. Oh, I made millions. No. So-and-so got robbed. And this guy got 40 grand from that guy. And this guy didn't pay this guy. Like, what's going on? What's happening in South Africa? Please. Somebody, please, tell me what the fuck is going on in South Africa. Okay? 
Somebody please tell me what's going on. You know what? Fuck it. I'll tell myself. <laughs> okay? I'll tell myself what's going on. Bruh, South Africa is a crazy country. Five on five game, he good. One on one, I'm undefeated. Never lost. I'm contesting to take power. If I was getting yes. the seats here, I was not going to parliament. My officials will go there so that I can rebuild the movement because I want power and I love power. I know how to use power. For the first time since the dawn of democracy, the ANC has suspended a sitting national official. Secretary General Ace Mahashule, who is facing fraud, corruption and money laundering charges, has been suspended. If branches say I must step aside, I was elected by branches at conference. I will go back to a special conference and the branches must say to me, Comrade Mahashule, step aside. I will then do so because it will be coming from the basic unit of ANC, the branches which voted for us at conference. Nobody and nobody can remove us. And true to his words, Mahashula stuck to his guns until being booted out. In a lecture in KwaZulu-Natal in 2018, he said that it was just a matter of five years until the real ANC returned. This prompted ANC NEC member Begi Kele to fire back and ask Mahashule where he would be in five years' time. The ANC Deputy Secretary General who signed off on Mahashule's suspension says no faction can rely on her support. Mahashule can't speak on behalf of the party can't mobilize any party structures. The Deputy Secretary General has also pleaded with Mahashule to work within the constitution of the party. I think anybody uh, who is asked to step aside um, begins to fight for their, for their political lives. When you are challenged within the organization, often your best, um, your best uh, defense is to follow the prescripts of the organization. Normally when you do that, you come out better. Uh, and there are many examples of, of that. Um, one would hope that the SG would accept that particular perspective of himself as a very senior member of this organization. Mahashula's suspension will be reviewed after every six months, but he remains suspended until the finalization of his case. Samke Masego, SABC News, Johannesburg. bruv south africa is run by crazy people south africa is a crazy country run by lunatics crazy farmers and crazy scammers and crazy looters legit bruv motherfuckers be out there just fucking mismanaging like everything mismanaging the bag mismanaging municipalities mismanaging the country it's crazy right they mismanaged the pandemic and now they are mismanaging the fucking vaccines. Welcome to South Africa, Vic Mansa. <laughs> Welcome to South Africa. Shit is crazy over here, bruv. Legit. And listen, bruv. Listen. A few episodes ago, I said that we need to rename South Africa to Mandela Land. Scrap that. Scrap that name. Bruv, we need to rename South Africa 
to just graft. <laughs> right? South Africa needs to be called graft. We need to rename South Africa, you know, into graft. Because everybody is corrupt over here. Everybody. Everybody. Bruh, look around you. Okay? Your mom is corrupt. <laughs> right? Your papa is corrupt. Definitely. Your father's a fucking corrupt. 1,000%. Your mom's is 50-50. Your father's 1,000%. Your brother's 1,000%. Your sister's A's. Hey, it's getting crazy out here. These women are behaving like their fathers, right? It's crazy. These women are out here behaving like their fathers, right? And these men are out here behaving like their mothers. Bruh, what's going on? What the fuck is going on? Right? Dudes are girls, girls are dudes, bruh. Inshallah. But I still support the LGBTQI, I-A-E-O-O community. It is what it is. It's all jokes. The I-A-E-O-O is a joke. Jesus, bruv. Right? But on a serious note, we do support the LGBTQI community, bruv. Listen, do you. I support you. If you are bi, go ahead. Trans, go ahead. It's a beautiful thing. Okay? And South Africa is the rainbow nation. You know what I mean? This, this country is pretty, pretty gay. Legit. <laughs> but I digress. We need to rename South Africa to just graft. Everybody is corrupt in South Africa. Everybody. Our leaders are mismanaging everything. This country is ran by scammers and farmers. All these motherfuckers care about, you know, their pockets. They're just lining their fucking pockets. That's it. Right? Their family members are out there buying Ferraris, Bugattis and shit. It is what it is. It's a fucking zoo over here, bruv. It's a fucking zoo. Bruh. Did y'all know that? Only 0.5% of South Africans are inoculated against COVID-19. Only 0.5%. I repeat, 0.5% of South Africans are inoculated against COVID-19. Let that shit sink in. 0.5. Okay? <laughs> Okay, South Africa is a country of 60 million people. 60. Right, some would argue that it's 59 million. Who gives a fuck? Right? Motherfuckers love being technical. Actually, Maui, it's 59.8500%. Shut up. Legit. 0.5%, bruv. Let that shit sink in. Okay? The initial target of having 67% of South African citizens vaccinated by the end of 2021 is now unlikely to be achieved. Bruh, I, I, I try to tell y'all niggas, right? Right? I have dropped episode... After episode. Trying to warn y'all niggas. Right? And none of y'all listen to me. None of y'all listen to me. I tried to warn y'all niggas, but y'all did not listen. It is what it is. Right? 
I told y'all. I told y'all. Okay, like, bruh, listen, South Africa is a Mickey Mouse country. This country is a fucking joke. Legit. 0.5% of South Africa's population has been inoculated. Bruh, we are fucked. Okay? And I try to tell y'all niggas that our leaders, you know, were being too fucking ambitious with their numbers. Bruh, they were aiming to inoculate 67% of South Africans by the end of 2021. Impossible. And by the way, America has inoculated over 100 million people. FYI, this is just, you know, loose info. Right? Like, bruh, welcome to South Africa. Okay? Oh, and meanwhile, meanwhile, our partner, COVAX. <laughs> COVAX is falling apart. Right? It has only shipped 50 million doses around the world. Out of a goal of 2 billion by the end of 2021. They were planning to ship around 2 billion vaccine doses by the end of 2021. They've only shipped 50 million. Welcome to South Africa, Mr. Mensa, sir. Welcome to South Africa, Vic Mensa. <laughs> Welcome to South Africa. I don't know. Listen, listen, I tried to warn y'all niggas. I tried, right? I fucking tried. And by the way, while all of this shit is happening, Jacob Zuma is out there, you know. He's out there dancing, right? He's out there fucking b-boying. Welcome to South Africa. Mr. Mensa, sir. <laughs> Welcome to South Africa. Right, listen, hey, this is it. This is our fucking reality. This is our fucking reality. We have secretary generals suspending presidents or attempting to suspend a fucking president. Like, dude, bruh, hey, Ace Mahashula, relax. Relax. Right? And by the way, Ace has seen things. Ace Mahashule has seen things. He has done things, bruh. Ace knows all. Ace knows what every ANC member did last summer. He came out and said, listen, bruv, I know all of y'all's secrets. That's what Ace said. He said, I know each and every one of y'all's fucking secrets. I could easily just fucking come out. Guns blazing, exposing everybody. But listen, bruv, I got discipline. That's what he said. That's what Ace Mahashula said. He said that he's got discipline. He knows everybody's secrets. He could easily fucking just ruin everybody's life. That's what he said. Right? And bruv, now, now, therein lies the lesson. Right? Therein lies the lesson. Ace Mahashula... Knows everybody's secrets. Now, bruv, what the fuck does that mean? That means that Ace knows who's leading these fucking scandals. He knows who's leading the fucking corruption within the ANC. He knows all of the fucking corrupt officials. He knows everybody. He knows all of the fucking looters, 
right? All of the fucking scammers. He knows everybody, but, but he's withholding that information. He's holding on to that information because he wants to only use it if those fucking corrupt officials decide to expose him. You feel me? He's holding on to that info because it's leverage. <laughs> Welcome to South Africa, Mr. Mensa, sir. Welcome to South Africa. Okay? Welcome to South Africa. And listen, bruv, that's politics in a nutshell. I saw people criticizing um, Ted Cruz for chilling with um, Donald Trump. Right? Ted Cruz had, had a fucking lunch meeting or a fucking dinner meeting, I don't know, with Donald Trump. And by the way, Donald Trump took shots at Ted Cruz's family. Yeah. Donald Trump took shots at Ted Cruz's father and shit like that. Bruh, yo, it got personal when Donald Trump was running for president. It got personal. It got personal, but, you know, they were out there smiling and grinning and just having a good old time. Right, probably having a steak or McDonald's, who knows? Bismillah. Why? Because it, it's all a fucking game. Politics, it, it's all a fucking, you know, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. The system is bullshit. It's all bullshit. It is what it is. It is what it is. Welcome to South Africa. Again, Mr. Mensa, sir. Welcome. Oh, I wish you all the best. I wish you all the best over here. Bruh, South Africans, we are fucked. Plain and simple. Okay? We are fucked. You know what, bruh? You know what? You know what? Black people in general, we are fucked. Okay? We are fucked. Bruh, during those George Floyd Black Lives Matter protests... Last year, a lot of companies came out, right, in support of the movement, right? They came out saying that they're going to fucking donate money and all of that, right? Well, now analysts and researchers are now looking at the numbers. <laughs> and the numbers don't look good. Okay, the numbers are as follows. American corporations have pledged to spend around $50 billion on racial equity since Floyd's murder. Yet, only about $250 million has actually been spent or committed to a specific initiative, according to a certain fucking research company. Bruh, we are fucked. Okay? These fucking corporations, right, from fucking Apple to Nike, everybody came out talking about, oh, we need to uplift black people. We need to uplift the black community. Viva. Right, motherfuckers were out there quoting Mandela. Right, they were out there quoting Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Viva. Right, they said that um, they're planning to to donate around $50 billion, right? Only $250 million has been pledged. Welcome to the world, Mr. Vic Mensa, sir. Sir, Mr. Vic Mensa, sir. Sir, Mr. Mr. Vic, Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa, Mensa, sir. 
Uh, are you related to, to, to Mansa Musa, sir? You know? Welcome. It's crazy. The world is fucking crazy. And, and some companies were out there talking about diversifying their workforces. You know? This is fake. This is fake. This is fake? Yeah, that's Photoshop. That's fake. On my mama, that's fake. On my heart, and my life, my little brother grave, I could die right now, that's fake. Mm. We need to hire more black people. Right? We need more black CEOs, more black executives. Right? More black board members, more black shareholders. We need to invest in black companies. Right? Black entrepreneurship, black childhood dreams are valid. Are they? Are they? Because it turns out that most of those companies, you know, that talked about diversifying, are actually resisting um, disclosing how many black people they actually hire or how many people they have hired or promoted since George Floyd's murder, right? Companies like uh, Berkshire Hathaway and Johnson & Johnson are among those that have fought shareholder proposals to push for more diversity, right? They're out there going, nah, 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 nah. We ain't doing that. We are not going to diversify our fucking workforces. We ain't doing that. Right? Warren Buffett came out and said, listen, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Right? Johnson & Johnson was like, hey, listen, we ain't doing that. Okay? We ain't doing that shit. Diversify for who? For, for what? Diversity where? Where? We are white and we are proud. White power. Viva. <laughs> we live in a crazy world, bro. You know, we live in a crazy world, right? Johnson & Johnson doesn't believe in diversity, but they want to inoculate everybody, <laughs> right? They don't believe in hiring more people of color, right? I hate that shit, but I just like, you know, joking about it. I hate the word, you know, puck. Right, the fucking abbreviation, POC, people of color, P-O-C. I hate that shit. Okay? I hate that shit. It is what it is, right? But it's funny. You feel me? Johnson & Johnson doesn't want to hire black people, right? But, you know, they want to inoculate black people, right? Facts. No wonder their shit gives people blood clots. Legit. That fucking vaccine is cursed. Bring that vaccine to Africa, bruv. You know? We'll kill a few fucking animals. Why sacrifice? For who? Ancestors. Legit. Right? Our fucking ancestors don't fuck with your vaccine. So, bruv, your vaccine is not blessed. Legit. Your vaccine is cursed. Okay? Pfizer is out here making bags. Bags! Why? Because their vaccine is blessed by who? African ancestors. Right? Lest we forget that. Right? Humanity it was basically birthed in Africa. Legit. Humanity was birthed over here. <laughs> Oh. Uh -huh.
So listen to me, you motherfuckers. I am your ancestor. Legit. I'm your ancestor. Why? Because I'm 1,000% African. Okay? I'm an African born and raised in Africa. Purebred African. Legit. Okay? I'm not English African or African American or whatever the fuck. No. No. I am not Nordic African. <laughs> no. No, I'm African, African. All facts, nigga. All fucking facts. Crazy out here, bruv. Motherfuckers are losing their fucking minds. Okay? They're losing their fucking minds. Legit. So, bruv, hey, life is fucking crazy. Right? These are all facts. Life is just, just fucking wild. Right? Like Sean Kingston's life. Like Sean Kingston's life. Whoa. Whoa. Wild. Bruh, did y'all see that? Sean Kingston. Yeah, the singer slash rapper. Bruh, he spent 85000 on a hoverboard. Well, that thing is not really a fucking hoverboard. It's like a, you know, it's a, it's a hoverboard slash drone hybrid. It's a fucking drone that motherfuckers can ride. It is what it is. Right? But I digress. Sean Kingston... Allegedly, right, spent 85,000 on that shit. 85,000 U.S. diesels on that piece of fucking shit. Right? But he's too fat to ride it. <laughs> right? He's too fat to ride his fucking hoverboard. 
I mean, bro, yo, yo, fam, the fucking weight limit on that shit is probably what? 85 kilograms, right? And Sean Kingston is easily quadruple that number. But he still bought the fucking hoverboard. So, bruv, what the fuck is he doing? He's out there living vicariously through his skinny friends. Legit, his skinny friends are out there writing this shit, and he's out there documenting it. And bragging about the fucking hoverboard on social media, while his friends are out there just fucking flying all over LA or some shit. (laughs) Where the fuck is he at? Jamaica? I don't know. It is what it is. Right? It is what it is. So, bruv, he be out there just flossing about this hoverboard. Right? Flossing to every beautiful girl all around the world. He's out there flossing, bruv. Right? But he's not riding the hoverboard. His friends are. So he can pull up to a girl and go, yo, do you like that? Do you like that hoverboard? And the girl goes, ha, Sean, yeah, I like it. It's so fly. Pun intended. Right? And Sean Kingston be like, well... I own it. That's my hoverboard. Back to the future, who? That's my hoverboard. The girl be like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. Oh my God. Like, are you going to ride it? And Sean be like, no, bitch. I don't have a fucking death wish. (laughs) It is what it is. Right? He owns it, but he can't ride it. He's too big to ride it. He's out there living vicariously through his skinny friends. That shit is weird. It's fucking creepy, bruv. But it is what it is, right? It is what it is. Welcome to the world, Mr. Vic Mensa, sir. Mensa, sir, Vic Mensa. Yes, sir, Vic. Yes, sir. (laughs) Welcome. Right? We live in a crazy time, bruv. I'm just saying. You know? We live in a crazy time. Right? I mean, bruv. Ben Affleck is, you know, is is out there just going through a lot, bro. Yo, is Ben Affleck going through a midlife crisis? Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. I just wish things would get better. I'm trying to get rid of them, but nothing seems to Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. What's going on? I mean, bro, Ben Affleck is just, just out there just languishing. Because, bro, last week, a young female, a woman, right, a young woman who's a TikToker, went viral after sharing a video that Ben Affleck sent to her after she unmatched him on a dating app called Raya, right? I mean, bro, Ben Affleck, what's going on, right? Ben Affleck sent her a fucking video, right, a fucking selfie video, right, going... Why did you unmatch me? It's me. That's what he said. <laughs> so evidently they matched on the fucking dating app and, you know, they were supposed to link up and, and you know, and fuck. But this girl was like, nah, nah, nah. There's no way this is Ben Affleck. Right? She couldn't believe it. She was like, nah, there's no way that this fucking guy is Ben Affleck. She was like, wait, am I being catfished? Huh? Well, what the fuck is going on? And listen, bruv, I get it. Because Ben Affleck was out there getting picked up by Jennifer Lopez's fucking drivers and shit like that. So this girl was probably like, yo, like, 
isn't Ben Affleck fucking J-Lo right now? What's going on? You know? I get where she's coming from. Motherfuckers be out there catfishing and scamming people all over the place. She was like, wait, this fucking guy's a catfish. But evidently she was wrong. Right? She was wrong. She unmatched the match. And then Ben was, was hurt. Right? Ben is so sensitive. Then Ben sent her a fucking video saying, Why did you unmatch me? It's me. <laughs> it's really me. Me, Benny. Benny boy. Benny from the block. Legit, I'm Benny from the block. You thought I was out here dicking down Jenny from the block? No. No, I'm not. I'm on Raya. It's me. Why did you unmatch me? It's me. <laughs> Bruh. Yo, guys, look at your heroes. Look at your heroes. Your heroes are out here fucking wilding. Right? Your heroes are out here just fucking languishing. Languishing. We live in a crazy world, bruv. We live in a fucking wild world. It's the wild, wild west out here, bruv. Legit. You know, I listen, I, you know, I really don't fucking know what's going on. You know? I really don't know what the fuck is going on out here, bruv. You know? Meanwhile... Uh, motherfuckers in Japan are just, you know, going crazy. Facts. A small town in Japan spent its COVID-19 relief funds on a giant squid statue. <laughs> right? This town is called Nodo. Right? Nodo. They spent around $230,000 on a squid statue. Right? Word is... They want to use this fucking statue to attract tourists. What the fuck? Bruh, like, dude, how, how weird is Japan? You know, like, like, like Japan, you know what I mean? Like, bruh, listen, listen, I know that, you know, our reality is basically a fucking simulation. Okay? But Japan is starting to look like a simulation inside of a simulation. Legit. The fuck is going on in Japan? Like, huh? I mean, granted. Granted. Right? This town is home to only 16,000 people. Right? And um, word is um, fewer than 30 people got the coronavirus. Right, and they received around six point two million, um, from the government, you know, to sort of like fix their fucking town, fix their economy, and all of that. And um, word is from the six point two million, they spent about two point five million on infection control, right? Um, and around one point three million dollars to promote local businesses and employment. It's a town of only sixteen thousand people, and only thirty people got COVID nineteen. So I get it. Right? Right? They had a lot of money just, just sitting around. Because the town is super small and only 30 people got COVID-19. But bruh, you know, a squid statue. Just imagine me flying from South Africa. Right? To Nodo, Japan. 
just to see this fucking squid statue. Like, bruh, hey, hey, hey. We have a statue of Nelson Mandela in Santin. Okay? Okay? Motherfuckers fly all over the world to come and see and just fucking touch the statue. Because they believe that, yo, when you touch this fucking statue, things gonna get mystical. <laughs> That's what many people believe. Right? All I know is when people are drunk and scented, right? After a fucking long night or long morning of, of clubbing and partying, motherfuckers pee on the statue. But it is what it is. More life, more everything. Right? All I'm saying is, we have a statue, well, multiple statues of Nelson Mandela in South Africa. And people fly all over the world, right, from all over the world to come see these fucking statues. Listen, listen, no, though, no, though, ain't nobody flying, okay? Ain't nobody flying over there just to see that fucking squid statue. Ain't nobody coming through. To Nodo to see that fucking squid statue. And I get it. I get it. Right? Squids are a fucking delicacy over there. Right? Your town is known for squids. Right? South Africa is known for Mandela. Your town is known for squids. Mandela, squids. Mandela, squids. There's a difference. There's a fucking difference. Right? One saved a people and a nation. And the other is just a useless piece of shit in the ocean. <laughs> okay? A useless piece of shit that you guys are going to basically eradicate. Why? Because y'all are planning to dump radioactive water into the fucking ocean over there. So, dear Nodo, dear Nodo, how about get better statues? Okay? Get better statues. Listen, at this rate, a statue of a Game Boy would have been better. A statue of Pikachu would have been better. A statue of fucking Mario, right? Or Luigi would have been better. Legit. Motherfuckers were literally going to fly around the world just to see statues of fucking, you know, Pokemon or, or Super Smash Brothers characters. Just do better. Ain't nobody flying to Nodo to just, you know, chill with a fucking giant squid. Right? You motherfuckers, right, could have just called Nintendo and said, yo, you know, can we collaborate on a fucking project? And had a giant statue of Mario or Luigi with a fucking squid in hand. Right? Oh, oh, oh. Mario high-fiving a squid. I mean, dude. That ideas galore. Ideas galore. But you motherfuckers are lazy over there. You're lazy. Please, just send me location. Send me location. You know, hey. You dumb fucks just erected a giant squid statue. <laughs> That's lazy. Right? That's fucking lazy. And bruv, Japanese people are fucking artisans. They care about the art. 
Right, but that fucking giant squid, nah. Nope. Nope. That statue is just horrible. Right? If you guys want to attract people to your town, how about erect a giant statue, right, of Pikachu, you know, like in a fucking um, fighting stance, getting ready to attack a squid. Or, or a squid getting ready to attack Pikachu. Just have them both in a fighting stance. Getting ready to just, you know, go at it. That would have been doper. Than just, you know, that fucking giant squid just chilling there dolo by itself. Just imagine me packing my bags. Leaving Joe Hazardousburg. Right? Just to go see that bullshit ass squid. In Nodo, Japan. Nah. Nodo? Mm-mm. You guys are a no-go. All facts, no-do is a fucking no-go. Legit. You know? My fuckers are crazy, bruv. Just saying. You know? My fuckers are wild. Right? And some fucking death row producer came out and said that, yo, you know, Suge Knight used to sleep with Haley Berry. We don't give a fuck. Right? Not Haley. Halle Berry, right? Halle Berry. Halle Berry. The fuck am I saying? Right? Oh, Suge Knight used to date Halle Berry. No, nigga, we don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck about that. Right? And Halle Berry, like, yo, dude, how the fuck do you pronounce your name? Is it Halle? Haley? The fuck is going on? <laughs> Haley Selassie. This what it does. Okay? These motherfuckers in Nodo. I just, I just, fucking lazy, bro. A fucking giant squid. What are we doing here? Lazy fucks. You motherfuckers are lazy. Like Starbucks employees. Bruh, ayo, 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 ayo. Dear Starbucks baristas all around the world. Okay? How about just do your job? How about that? Do your fucking jobs. How about that? Bruh, yo, motherfuckers were complaining about this wildest order by some guy named Edward last week, right? Some barista by the name of Josie, or is it Josie? The fuck? Hey, guys, fix your names, you know? Your names are trash. Your names are fucking trash. Your parents are trying to be fucking, you know, you know, bohemian. <laughs> you know? They're trying to be fucking artsy-fartsy. Right? But, bruv, yo, they got it wrong. Fix your fucking names. My name is Maui. Plain and fucking simple. Done. Maui, Mao, fix your fucking names. But I digress. Some fucking Starbucks employee by the name of Josie, right? Was out there complaining about an order that he fucking received. You feel me? Some guy named Edward... Ordered a fucking wild ass drink. I mean, bro, yo, he ordered an extravagant caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino, right? That looks insane, bro. Yo, this order is wild. Listen to this shit. Um, he wants five bananas, right, in the fucking frappuccino. Um, a fucking caramel drizzle, extra whip, extra ice. Extra caramel drizzle, by the way. Extra cinnamon, right? Seven pumps of what? Of, of caramel. What the fuck is that? 
Caramel DK? What the fuck? Yo, dude, what the fuck is that? Seven pumps of what? Of ADD? DK? Hey, yo, it's all good, bruh. Seven pumps of dick. Um, extra caramel crunch. <laughs> One pump honey blend. Extra... What the fuck is that? What, what, what's L, what's S-L-T-D-B-M-B-T-R? Bruh, yo, extra dick. Five pumps, frappuccino, roast. What the, uh, yo, dude, I don't know what's going on. Seven A-D-D frappuccino chips. You know, dude, like, is this all code? Am I reading Morse code? Like, bruh, yo, is this Elon Musk's son's name, bruh? The fuck is this? And he was like, yo, heavy cream. Double blended. This order is fucking wild. He wants all of that shit in one cup, one drink. Right? This is crazy. Legit. The fuck is going like, dude, these fucking names, you know, they be out there abbreviating everything and it just it just gets harder to read. Seven pumps A D D D K. Like, what's that? Huh? Seven pumps of Attention deficit disorder, dick. I mean, dude, yo, Edward is a wild boy. Edward is a wild boy. You want seven pumps. That's it. That's it. Seven solid pumps. Done. Right? Seven solid pumps. He's fucking satisfied. So evidently, Edward is a fucking bottom. And listen, bro, it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. Right? It's a beautiful thing, bruv. Seven pumps. That's it. That's it. Nothing less, nothing more. Seven pumps. Okay? Of attention deficit disorder, dick. You gotta have ADD. Right? You gotta have ADD to fucking pump Edward's ass. It is what it is. Right? God bless Edward. God bless Edward. And God bless Starbucks. It's a beautiful thing, bruv. It's a beautiful thing. These motherfuckers are lazy, bruv. So, bruv, yo, when this fucking Josie dude, right, posted this shit, other baristas pulled up and they decided to start sharing their fucking stories, right? They decided to share some of the fucking craziest orders they have ever received as well. Like, oh, you think Edward is bad? Look at what Michelle ordered. Oh, you think Michelle is bad? Look at what Patrick ordered. You think Patrick is horrible? Look at what Maui Mao ordered. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Dear baristas all around the world, just do your fucking jobs. Okay? Do your fucking jobs. You feel me, bruv? If a fucking customer wants seven pumps of attention deficit disorder dick, listen, listen. Listen, it's your fucking duty, okay, to give him seven pumps of ADD dick. It is what it is. Give him that dick. <laughs> give him that dick. Starbucks baristas be out there complaining and shit. Oh, he wants seven pumps. Give him seven pumps. He deserves it. He, he fucking deserves it, okay? He fucking deserves it. He works hard. Legit. Listen, bruv. Listen, don't be out there blaming people for knowing what they want. Edward knows exactly what the fuck he wants. He's very fucking specific. 
He knows what he wants. He wants seven pumps of ADDDK. It is what it is. Give him seven pumps. That's all he's asking for. That's all he's asking for. Look at Edward. Look at Edward. Asshole. Gaping. Mouth. Gaping. He loves that fucking drink. Frappuccino. Gluck, 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 gluck. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful fucking thing. Okay? Look at him. Just fucking look at him. Look at him. He fucking swallows. It's a beautiful thing. Give him those seven pumps and keep it moving. Do your fucking job. Stop being lazy. Because like Nodo, like Nodo, Starbucks will end up becoming a no-go. Facts. Damn. Damn. They call me a little boo. Rob a nigga out his shoe. Pick a boo, do you see me? Diamond glitching like VV. Side hole nine, kick it. Side hole nine, Lily. Had three something, that's a three three. Rob a nigga and CC. Then I laugh. Hee hee. Die hoe, it's my turn. Now that shit spread germ. Rob a nigga for some gummy worm. One day y'all gon' learn. Rob a nigga for an urn. Then I adjourn. Rob a bitch for a perm. Rob a nigga for his phone. Like skinny hoe with little booty, little bone. Breaking your house for a house phone. Just stay in your zone. Cause I rob a nigga for an ice cream cone. He copied my oh, whole fucking shit. flow. That's kiss me through the phone. He copied my whole fucking flow. Oh, word for shit. word, bar for bar. Oh. Um, you know, how do we learn from the old and, and confront the new? Well, I think the, uh, I think we can draw many uh, very good lessons from the early period of the Industrial Revolution. Uh, of course, earlier in England, but let's take here the United States, the Industrial Revolution. Uh, took off right around here, eastern Massachusetts, mid-19th century. Uh, this was a, a period when uh, independent farmers were being driven into the industrial system, uh, men and women, incidentally, women from the farms, so-called factory girls, and uh, they bitterly resented it. They had a, it was a period of a very free press, the most in the, in the history of the country. There was a a wide variety of journals, uh, ethnic labor, others, and when you read them, they're pretty fascinating. The uh, people driven into the industrial system uh, regarded it as an attack on their personal dignity, on their rights as human beings. They were free human beings who were being forced into what they called wage slavery. Uh, which they regarded as not very different from chattel slavery. In fact, this was such a popular view that it was actually a slogan of the Republican Party, uh, that uh, the only difference between working for a wage and being a slave is that working for a wage is supposedly temporary, that pretty soon you'll be free. Other than that, they're not different. And uh, they uh, bitterly resented the fact that the, in, the, the industrial system was even taking away their uh, rich uh, cultural life. And the cultural life was rich. Well, there are by now studies of uh, the British working class and uh, the American working class, and uh, they were part of uh, the high culture of the day. Actually, I remember this as 
late as the 1930s with my own family, industrial, you know, sort of unemployed working class. And they said, this, we're, this is being taken away from us. Uh, we're being forced to be something like slaves. They argued that if, you, if you're, a, 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 say, a journeyman, a craftsman, and you sell your product, uh, you're selling your, what you produced. If you're, a wage, if you're a wage earner, you're selling yourself, which is deeply offensive. Uh, they condemned what they called the new spirit of the age, gain wealth, forgetting all but self. Sounds familiar. And uh, uh, it, it was extremely radical. Uh, it was combined with uh, a, the most uh, radical democratic movement in American history, the populist, the early populist movement, uh, radical farmers. It began in Texas, spread into the Midwest, the enormous movement of farmers who uh, wanted to free themselves from the domination by the, the Northeastern bankers and capitalists, kind of ran the markets, you know, uh, sort of forced them to uh, sell their, uh, what, what they produced on credit and squeezed them with credit and so on. Uh, they went on to develop their own uh, banks, their own cooperatives. They started to link up with the Knights of Labor, major labor movement, uh, which held that, as they put it, those, those who work in the mills ought to own them. That should be a democrat, free democratic society. These were very powerful movements. Uh, by the 1890s, uh, you know, workers were taking over uh, towns and running them in eastern Pennsylvania, in western Pennsylvania. Homestead was a famous case. Well, they were crushed by force. Oh, my God. 
Shameful. Just shameful. Bruv, when I saw that clip, I was embarrassed. All facts. I felt this deep sense of embarrassment, bruv. And listen, fam. If Floyd Mayweather is not embarrassed, bruh, listen, I am embarrassed on his behalf. All facts. Bruh, let's just keep it a buck. Floyd Money Mayweather is one of the goats. He occupies that fucking rare air. Right? He's one of the goats, period. Period. And listen, bruv, if you are one of the goats, you shouldn't be out here engaging with fucking YouTubers. All facts. The goats don't fucking partake in frivolous activities. Legit, bruv. When you are a fucking goat in anything, in anything, you don't fucking participate in frivolous engagements. All facts. Legit. Made man terms never layman's. No frivolous engagements. I'm here I'm now, here nigga. nigga. <laughs> Made man ain't supposed to make statements. These are all fucking facts. Now, bruv, tell me. Tell me. What the fuck is Floyd Mayweather doing? He's one of the goats. Why the fuck is he engaging in a shouting match? 
with a YouTuber. Like, bruh, <laughs> what's going on? What the fuck is going on? And listen, bruv, listen. I don't think that Floyd Mayweather is broke. No. Legit. I just think he's bored. Right? I just think he's fucking bored. He's going to be fighting Jake Paul's brother, Logan Paul, on June 6th. Right? I mean, bruv, the match unto itself is a fucking embarrassment. Blasphemy. Legit. That fucking fight is blasphemous. I ain't watching that shit. What the fuck is Floyd doing, bruv? And I get it. He just wants to have fun. Right? He just wants to have fun. Hence, he's out there engaging with these little motherfuckers. He's out there engaging with nobodies. Bruh, Floyd Mayweather is one of the GOATs. What the fuck is a YouTuber to a nigga like Floyd? Can you please remind me? What the fuck is going on out here, bruv? Somebody explain to me what the really fuck is going on inside this motherfucking world. Huh? Shit too much for me, man. I can't take it no more. Fam, imagine Muhammad Ali engaging with a 60s era equivalent to a fucking YouTuber. Imagine that, bruv. Talk about blasphemy. Blasphemy! Bruv, the goats don't move like Floyd. In all honesty, bruv, I think the last goat to move sort of kind of like this was Diego Maradona. R.I.P. Rest in peace to a real one. Legit. But bruv, yo, fam, the other goats don't move like Floyd. Floyd is a wild dude. Bruh, fam, did y'all see? <laughs> Did y'all see that moment when Jake Paul attempted to run off with his cap? I mean, bruh, talk about embarrassing. When he snatched, bruh, yo, fam, you know, fam, listen, listen, listen. I I'm trying my best not to get pissed off, okay? Fam, when Jake Paul snatched Floyd Mayweather's cap, bruh, I mean, I, I mean... What's going on, bruv? Huh? What the fuck is handing in? We live in the upside down. Legit, bruv. And listen, listen. Stranger Things is coming back, bruv. Did y'all see that fucking trailer? <laughs> it's about to go down. But I digress. I fucking digress. When Jake Paul attempted to run off with Floyd Mayweather's cap, bruh, my heart broke. Okay? Because, bruv, he snatched that shit. Facts. And, bruv, it was shameful. It was fucking shameful. All facts. You don't do that to a goat. You just don't. But then again, then again, when a fucking goat is out there moving like a sheep. Hey. This what it is. Right? When a goat invites disrespect. This what it is. When a goat opens that fucking door. Right? To being fucking disrespected. When a goat suddenly becomes 
super accessible. Right? That's what happens. Jake Paul is going to snatch your fucking cap. It is what it is. All facts. All fucking facts. Not really. Not really. I mean, I wouldn't say that. It don't matter if you are Jay-Z or Diddy. Bruv, if you open the door and suddenly anybody can walk through it, listen, bruv, you're going to get disrespected. Jake Paul is going to snatch your hat. It is what it is. <laughs> Those are the rules of engagement. Legit, right? In this fucking post-social media world, this post-YouTube world, those are the rules of engagement. Bruh, listen, listen. If you are inaccessible to the masses, listen, keep it that way. Remain a fucking enigma. All facts. Remain a fucking enigma. Because, bruv, once motherfuckers have access to you, listen, you are going to get disrespected. Jake Paul is going to snatch your hat. All facts. So, bruv, keep your fucking head on a swivel. Legit, bruv. And if you are in New York, <laughs> heads up. Look up, bruv. Don't be out there looking right and left. No, bruv. No. Look up. Look up. The Chinese are coming. <laughs> Look up. Look up, bruv. Because a used Chinese rocket is tumbling down back to earth. Look up. And where it is, where it is, some fucking debris from this rocket could land in New York. So be careful out there, bruv. Don't be out there getting killed by tiny little pieces of a fucking Chinese rocket. Legit. Motherfuckers be out there chilling in Manhattan or Brooklyn. Next thing you know, niggas start falling like flies. Why? Because pieces of a fucking Wuhan rocket have made it to America. Coming to America! The Wuhan edition. Buckle the fuck up, bruv. Buckle the fuck up because a little bit of Beijing... It's coming to North America. The Chinese are here. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. Better yet, look up. Look up. China's space agency says debris from a Chinese rocket that was falling to Earth out of control likely plunged into the Indian Ocean Saturday night just west of the Maldives. The agency said in a post on WeChat that most of the rocket, a Long March 5B weighing almost 20 tons, burned up in the atmosphere. It's not yet clear if any debris fell on land. The rocket had been used last month to carry a piece of a new Chinese space station into orbit and was left to fall to Earth. There was no way to be sure when it would come down or where, but experts said it was unlikely to fall onto a place populated by human beings, since most of the planet is covered by oceans. Because shit is crazy out here, bruv. Buckle the fuck up. Fam, I saw a lot of fucking scientists, right, in the USA, raising questions about how the Chinese space program designs its missions. Listen. Listen, 
Dear America, the Chinese space program designs its missions to fuck with y'all. Okay? They design their missions to fuck with America. It is what it is. These are all fucking facts. Okay? Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. They're doing everything in their power to fuck with y'all. All facts. Right? So stop asking questions. Oh, oh, why is this happening? How are they designing their missions? They're designing their missions to fuck with y'all. That's why tiny little pieces of their fucking rocket are gonna fucking rain all over the USA. It is what it is. Right? And FYI, FYI, this rocket, right, is a 10-story, 23-ton piece rocket. Of course, it is going to fucking disintegrate in the fucking atmosphere, right? When it re-enters the atmosphere. It's going to break apart, right? But tiny little pieces of the rocket are going to land in New York. It is what it is. So if you are in New York, buckle the fuck up, right? Buckle the fuck up. Life is wild out here, bruv. Legit. And so some people saying that. Chances of these little pieces hitting a populated area are small, but they are not zero, right? Well, what I'm saying is, if you are in the Bronx, buckle up. If you are in Brooklyn, buckle the fuck up. Legit, it is what it is. It is what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Chinese are wild, man. In all honesty, bruv, we just live in a wild time, Okay? We just live in a wild fucking time. And yo, yo, you know, talking about countries wilding. Yo, the French just never stop. And listen, bruv, I fucks with the French, right? But bruv, yo, like there's certain things that the French do that I'm like, you know what, bruv, come on, do better. Legit, bruv, just do better. Do better. Okay, dear French people all over the world, just do better. If you are French and you are in Montreal, do better. Do better. <laughs> okay? I fucks with you, but just do better. I like AMAs, like the next guy. Okay? But please, do better. Dear French publishing company, GM Music Pro, please, 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 pay Eddie Jones everything he's owed. Okay? Just pay Eddie Jones. Right? Just give that man his fucking royalties, bruv. And fam, if you are sitting there going, who the fuck is Eddie Jones? What the fuck is Maui talking about? I got you, bruv. Back in the days, Daft Punk sampled Eddie Jones' song, More Spell On You, for their classic, whoa, 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 dude, their classic hit record, One More Time. That song right there, right? That song is literally 90% more spell on you. Right? They sampled Eddie Jones' song. And listen, bruv. Eddie Jones, who has struggled with homelessness, was never paid 
or credited for that fucking sample. Legit. And this fucking guy just wanted to make his mom proud. He just wanted to make his mom proud. And now he just wants to fucking leave something for his daughter. Dear GM Music Pro. Just pay Eddie Jones, man. Okay? Just pay him. You know? Just pay him. This fucking guy now lives at a fucking shelter. Right? For the homeless. Just pay Eddie Jones. Stop buying Chanel shit. And AMAs. And Louis Vuitton. And Moet shit. Just pay Eddie Jones, bruv. He deserves his gua. All facts. He deserves his gua. And listen, bro. I saw some motherfuckers on Twitter. Right? Trying to angle the story as if Daft Punk are the ones who don't want to pay Eddie Jones. No. No. Daft Punk is innocent in all of this shit. Okay? They sample the song and they've been paying royalties for the song. They've been paying royalties for the sample. The J-Bruv. So Daft Punk are not in the wrong. The owner of the song is in the wrong. Right? GM Music Pro, who has been receiving royalties for this song. They're the ones who are in the wrong. Okay? Bruh, the rights to more spell on you, right? First released in France on the label President, were acquired by a French label and publishing company, GM Music Pro, that reissues vintage French rock and pop songs and albums. Right? This is where Daft Punk pays its royalties for permission to sample more spell on you. The firm's founder, George's Mary, confirmed via phone and email to the LA Times, right, that his company does receive payments from Daft Punk, but they do not specify how much exactly. You feel me, bruv? And this fucking guy went on to say that, and I quote, we have not heard from Johns since the day we acquired in 1995 a catalog from another label that featured this title. We have tried to do research on him, but without any result. For our part, we are going to study his file and do the accounts to his credit. We will get back to him immediately on the subject at the same time as we will inform him of his rights. The Jebrov. Right? Oh, he also went on to say, we ask you in the meantime to convey our sympathy to him. So I'm guessing that GM Music Pro is going to do the right thing. But bruv, we need to follow this story and we need to apply pressure, bruv. GM Music Pro, pay my dog, my dog, Eddie Jones, what he's worth. All facts. And I'm pretty sure it's millions. Easily. Easily, bruv. Yo, one more time. Is, is by far one of the best songs of all time. Easily. The Jeb Ruff, pay my nigga Eddie Jones what he's due, right? So that his fucking daughter can be, you know, can be good. Because Eddie Jones, you know, he's an old man now, right? He's dying soon. All facts. But just make sure that he dies a happy man. All facts. And you motherfuckers on Twitter, like, yo, you guys like drama. Stop lying on Daft Punk. 
Daft Punk is not in the wrong. They've been paying these fucking royalties. The only thing is that these royalties haven't been making it to fucking Eddie Jones' pockets. It is what it is. Right? It is what it is. Just live in a crazy time, bruv. You know? We just live in a fucking wild time. I mean, do we have motherfuckers in Japan? Right? Erecting giant squid statues. The fuck is going on, bruv? Right? That fucking... Yo, dude, that squid statue is trash. Okay? That shit got a fucking gaping hole in it. Why? <laughs> What's going on? Huh? Who fucking sodomized that squid? What's going on, bruv? This world is just going crazy, bruv. Legit. It's hard to remain sane in this insane world. <sighs> All facts, bruv. A giant fucking squid. I mean, dude, dude, Japan has so many great, iconic characters. Okay, how about, how about if you guys are going to erect a giant squid statue, how about, how about a fucking squid from Splatoon? How about that? Something cool, right? A real tourist attraction, bruv. Legit, bruv, but you motherfuckers are not creative. You know, you motherfuckers are lazy. How about pay Nintendo a license fee? You know what I mean? Legit. License their fucking character. And erect a giant statue of their character. Right? Nodo in partnership with Nintendo. I mean, bro, dude, ideas are just, are just, you know? Great ideas are everywhere. And Japan is full of great ideas. But evidently, the town of Nodo is just El Stupido. Right? They erected a giant fucking squid statue with a giant hole in it. Who fucked the statue? You know? Like, bruh, what's happening in, in Japan? Life is crazy, bruv. Life is fucking wild. Hey, yo, GM Music Pro, pay my nigga Eddie Jones. Okay? The moral of the story is, pay my nigga, Eddie Jones, bruv. Legit. Pay my dog, Eddie fucking Jones. Lena, 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 Lena,
lasted how long? Nine years. 180 episodes. You gave it up, right? I did. So. They didn't cancel you. You canceled them. You're not aware of this? No, I'm, I'm asking you. You think I got canceled? Are you under the impression uh, that I, I got canceled? You, I hurt you, Jerry. I thought don't, that was pretty well documented. This is, a, shows is this still down. CNN? Don't most shows go down a little? Most people do also. You would, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I went off the air. I was the number one show on television, Larry. You were Do all you know who I am? <laughs> Jewish guy, Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. 75 what? million viewers. Okay. Last episode. What? Don't take like it so canceled. bad. Well, that's a, a big difference between being canceled and being number one. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be right back. Jeez. B-movie opens. <laughs> Bean movie opens. resume in here for Bean me? movie opens tomorrow. We'll be right back. My as well. as well. as well. as well. as well. A cornucopia of truths. Let me get this out of the way first. I am not supposed to be here today. I'm here now, nigga. Rosie Yo-Yo. Oh my God, la Lela. Baby girl, my people all across the world is stalker. You are your massive poos. If I ever saw you in real life, I would probably just see you in cease. Miss Sunu, the pale girl is Wahafa. Girl, Vutek, you gonna tell me that I don't have a heritage and I don't have a history? <laughs> Wahafa, I feel sorry for you. Umubi, Sefebe, you probably smell like Uyinja. Uyanuga. I just don't understand the nerve of these people. So you know what I say to you? Suga in my bozini. Wow. Beautiful, bruv. Y'all heard that? Y'all fucking heard that? My fellow Africans. African Americans are now learning African languages. Bruh, listen. This is incredible. I'm fucking emotional right now. Okay, bro, listen. I'm fucking emotional. This is beautiful. Look at my people in the fucking diaspora. They're making me proud. Listen, bro, listen. I'm in Africa right now. I'm South African. Okay? Okay? I'm basically your fucking ancestor. If you are outside of Africa, listen, I'm your ancestor. Okay, if you grew up in America, if you grew up in Canada, if you grew up in the UK and you are black, listen, I'm your fucking ancestor. So listen to me. Okay. Bruh, when I see y'all learning African languages, bruh, that shit warms my heart. Okay. And also, also. It warms my balls. Why? Because I'm your fucking ancestor. I gave birth to your swag. 
all facts. It warms my balls. It warms my cojones. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day, bro, fam. Wow, Puma and my buzzing. Bro, you heard that shit? This American girl just said, Puma and my buzzing. I mean, bro, fam. Wise words from a decent woman. She's a fucking philosopher. All facts. Socrates who? Plato who? Descartes who? Bruh, she's a fucking philosopher. Puma Emma Bozzini. I'm not gonna fucking translate that shit for y'all. Do your fucking Googles. This is beautiful. Fuck. Bruh. Yo, listen, I have a message for every single African in Africa, okay? My fellow Africans, listen to me, okay? We are their fucking ancestors. Listen, yo, fam, they are learning our languages, okay? Bruh, fam, African-Americans are now learning African languages, bruh, listen, Listen, I'm loving it. All facts. It's a beautiful day. They're coming back home. Right? They're coming back. Fuck, man. Dude, I never thought, I never thought, you know, I'd live to see the day. Legit, bro, fam, yo, I need a fucking hanky. Okay, I need a fucking handkerchief, bro, because I'm getting all emotional, okay? I need something to sneeze in. Legit. <laughs> Handkerchiefs. You know, fucking disgusting, bro. Yo, I have a question for every handkerchief user under the sun. Bro, what the fuck are y'all doing? Huh? Motherfuckers be out there sneezing in a piece of fabric. Right? And then attending meeting after meeting after meeting with fucking snot in their pocket squares. Why? <laughs> like, why? 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 Why are you walking around with snot in your fucking pocket? Why? Why? Bruv, yo fam, I'm out here walking around with the game in my back pocket because I'm Maui Mau. I run shit. The legend, right? That's who I am. I'm a fucking god. I'm a legend, right? I be out here walking around all willy-nilly with the fucking game in my back pocket. You motherfuckers are out there walking around with snot in your pocket? Huh? With mucus in your pocket? Like, bro, <laughs> Puma in my pussy. Legit, bro. Puma and my bozini, but I digress. I fucking digress, bro. Right? Africans in the diaspora want to come back home. And it's a beautiful thing, bro. And listen, fam, listen. Salute to Vic Mansa, bro. Salute to Vic. He came back home. And now everybody's following, bro. Yo, fam. Thank God. For Bantu cheeks. Thank God for Bantu ass. Thank God for African women. 
Legit, bruv. Look at what African women are doing, bruv. Yo, dear African women, okay, here's what we need to do next. Right? Right? We need to get the fucking land back. First, we bring the Americanos back. Well, the black Americans back. Okay? We bring back every single black person in the fucking diaspora back home. And then we go for the land. Legit. We bring back every black person in the UK. Most of them are Nigerian. Right? Like, bro, yo, do you know how many Nigerian anchor babies are in the UK? Fam, yo, it's just anchors all over the place. Fact. Their motherships landed over there with a fucking load, of course. Right? Because somebody dropped a load in them. Double entendre. Don't even ask me how. They landed over there with bags full of fucking Jolof. And then they dropped a fucking anchor. And they never left. They never fucking left, bruv. Fam, do you know how many Igbo anchor babies are in the UK? Huh? Do you know how many fucking Igbo anchor babies are in the UK? A lot. A lot. Most black people in the UK are from Nigeria. It is what it is. Okay? It is what it is. Some of them, of course, are from South Africa, and some are from Zimbabwe. There's what it is. All I'm saying is, first, we bring back all of these black people in the fucking diaspora back home. And then we take back the land. That's what we need to do, bruv. And black women need to be at the forefront. Black women need to lead the fucking movement. It is what it is. Right? I mean, fam, look at Vic Mensa. He's back home. Look at him. He's back home. Why? Because of Bantu cheeks. Because of black African women. It's a beautiful thing, bruv. It's a beautiful thing. Right? Fam, yo. Yo, this girl is a fucking philosopher. Honestly, bruv, listen. I'm in awe. Legit. I'm in awe, bruv. Fam, yo, she was literally swearing at motherfuckers. In, yo, fam, in Zulu. Think about it. She swore at people in Afrikaans, in Setswana. Right? She was out there telling motherfuckers that they are crazy. In Setswana. And Betty. Right? Bahaf. Bruh, she said, yo masopus, right? Which basically means, your mom's pussy. Like, bruh, whoa, bruh, listen, when I heard her say, yo masopus, bruh, I almost cried. I almost cried, bruh, because colored people love saying that. And listen, bruh, I grew up around colored people. Okay, bro, like, like, listen, when I hear, when I hear words, like, boos, right? Like, dude, I, I get emotional because <laughs> it's so fucking beautiful. Boos basically means pussy, right? It's right there. It's right there. It's obvious. Your master boos, your mother's pussy, bro. When I heard that, dude, I almost cried, bro. It warmed my heart.
Legit. It warmed my heart, bruh. When she said for tech, listen, listen, uh, yo, I, I almost came. Okay? When she said for tech, bruh, listen, I almost came. Okay? I wanted to come. Legit, bruh, I almost came. It is what it is. Dude, fam, yo, dude, what a time to be alive. Puma in my pozini. Wow. Wow. I mean, I mean, bro, listen, I'm happy. I'm happy that African Americans are learning African languages, bro. It's a beautiful thing. Right? Now, yo, listen. Dear African Americans and other black people um, in uh, other parts of the world, um, uh, I have a warning for y'all, though, right? Since you guys are planning to come back home and you guys are learning African languages, it's a beautiful thing, bro. Right? TIA, this is Africa, right? It's a beautiful thing. I support it. I stand with you guys as your ancestor, right? As an African who never left Africa, I support you guys, right? As an African with, you know, strong ancestors, right? <laughs> right? Right? My forefathers never got scooped up. Let's just keep it a buck. Yo, listen, listen. My forefathers never got enslaved. But listen, bruv, listen. As an African, right, a full-blown African, right? I got a warning for you. Okay? <sighs> um, I really don't know how to tell you all this, but um, buckle up. Um, because it's... You know, it's, I listen, bro, I, I really don't know what it is, but all I know is it's, you know, it's horrible. Um, uh, last week, uh, last week, fuck, man, I need to, you know, I need to compose myself. Last week, um, Africa's parents, right, our, our mom and dad decided, uh, to call it quits. So, bro, listen. I really don't know what's going to happen going forward. I, 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 I really don't know. Listen, I'm fucking panicking. Okay? The fucking parents are fighting. The parents. Just... Our parents as Africans. Right? Our parents as um, proud members of the third world. Uh, they're divorcing. You know? They are fucking divorcing. Bruh, I really don't know what's going to happen next. Okay, I really don't know what's going to happen. Bill and Melinda Gates have decided to call it quits. Bruh, listen, man, fuck. What are we going to do? Africa, what the fuck is going to happen to us? Huh? Like, bruh, dude, family, we need Bill and Melinda. We need the both of them, right? Like, bro, dude, fam, listen, listen, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen, bro. Listen, Africa's future has never been this uncertain. Legit, bro. Fam, we've had wars. We've had dictators. But, bro, fam, our future has never been this uncertain, bro. Legit, I really don't know what's going to happen, bruv. Listen, I'm worried about my future. 
all facts. I'm worried. I'm fucking worried, bruv. Bill and Melinda are done. Okay? They are ending their fucking marriage after 27 years. Bruh, what happened? What happened? Right? Some people came out and said that, yo, Bill Gates was still out there chilling with his ex. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah. They said, yo, Bill Gates, you know, still kept in contact with the woman that he dated prior to him meeting his wife. Bruh, yo, what's going on? Who's fucking around? Who's fucking who? I want to know. I want to be there. I want to see that shit, bruv. I want to be a fucking sense of fly in the room. What's going on? What's going on, bruv? Like, fam, yo, dude, yo. Dude, I'm worried. I'm worried about the future of Africa. Okay? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation are, 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 are basically... Uh, Africa's fucking lifeblood. Legit, bruv. All facts. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is basically Africa's lifeline. Bruh, what's gonna happen going forward? I'm worried. I'm fucking worried. Okay? Bruh, Bill Gates came out last week and he said, yo, listen. Everything's gonna be alright. Okay? Everything is gonna be alright. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. Tell him, Hove. Tell him. We don't believe him. He needs more people. We don't believe you, Bill. We don't. Okay? We don't believe you. You need more people. Bruh, what the fuck is going to happen to Africa? Huh? I know motherfuckers like saying that Africa is for Africans, but listen, bruv, let's get real. Okay? Africa is not for Africans. Africa is for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, bruv. What's gonna happen now? Huh? What's gonna happen now? Bruh, listen, I, 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 I really don't know. I really don't know what the fuck is gonna happen to Africa, bruv. I'm worried. I'm fucking worried. Right? Bill Gates came out and said everything is going to be all right. But listen, nothing is going to be all right. We need Bill and Melinda. Okay, we need both of them. Both of them. Legit. What's Africa without Bill and Melinda? Bruh, Bill Gates was over here, right? Drinking poop water. Like, fam, he was drinking shit water. Water extracted from turds. That fucking guy loves Africa. Legit, bruv, because, fam, yo, if you know anything about Africa, right? Listen, you wouldn't be over here drinking poop water. All facts. But Bill, Bill fucks with Africa. Bill is Africa, right? He was over here drinking poop water. Let that shit sink in, bruv. Fam, I'm African. And I wouldn't drink African poop water. But Bill is Africa. Bill is brave. Bill gets Africa. Bill runs Africa. Bill owns Africa. Bruh, what the fuck is gonna happen? Huh? 
Now that Bill and Melinda are no longer together, bruv. Who fucked around? Who cheated on who? What happened? What happened? We want to know. We want to know, Ayo Melinda. I want to know what makes you cry. Did Bill hurt you? Huh? Did Bill hurt you? What the fuck is going on? I'm so confused. Right? Their daughter released a statement on Instagram. She came out and said, yo, listen. Yo, we, we've been going through a lot. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, we've been going through a lot. The family has been struggling for a long time. I'm like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean? Your father is literally what? The third richest person in the world? What's going on, bruh? What's going on, fam? Because I know somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you. <laughs> I'm so fucking confused. Legit, bruv, bruh, what's going on? Huh? Bruh, first the fucking fat boys break up. Now every day I wake up, somebody got something to say. Huh? I'm sorry. I just made another beat. You motherfuckers are still struggling with that other beat. Oh, let's not forget that other beat. Legit. Hope. We need hope. We need hope. To tell Bill and Melinda that we don't believe them. We don't. We don't believe them. Right? We don't believe them when they say that everything is going to be fine. We don't. We don't believe them, bruv. It is what it is. And by the way, right, when they got married, there was no fucking prenup. So evidently, Bill and Melinda thought that they were in it forever. Bruh, listen, the only person who's in it forever is Dreezy Drake Rogers. Aubrey Graham, that's the only person who's in this shit forever. He told y'all. Bruh, what's going on, fam? What's going on? Bruh, listen, uh, Africa is just, it's just, bruh, we, we are in a bad place. Okay, so my message to every African in the fucking diaspora is, is listen, Africa is in a bad place. Nothing is copacetic over here, bruv. Nothing is kosher over here. So buckle the fuck up. If you are going to come to Africa, listen, listen, lower your fucking expectations because Bill and Melinda are your family. They just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Bill and Melinda are basically uh, in, in a state of limbo. What's handing in over there? Fuck. Bruh, I heard that Dave Chappelle is thinking of moving to Africa, where it is he wants to live in Ghana. Well, Dave, buckle the fuck up because what's Ghana without Bill and Melinda? Bruh, yo, fam. 
I really don't know what the fuck is going on. I really don't. Okay? Bruh, when Bill and Melinda announced that they're divorcing, bruh, the fucking philanthropic world got turned inside out. Bruh, what's philanthropy without Bill and Melinda? Huh? Ask yourself, what the fuck is giving back without Bill and Melinda? Bruh, listen, I don't know how to give back without Bill and Melinda. In all honesty, bruh. I don't know how to show kindness without Bill and Melinda, bruv. I don't know how to be kind. How do y'all do that? Huh? How do you motherfuckers do that? How do y'all give back? What the fuck is charity without Bill and Melinda? What's charity without Bill and Melinda Gates? Charity doesn't exist without Bill and Melinda, bruv. They invented charity. All facts. If Trey Songs invented sex, right? And Andrew Schultz invented YouTube, bruh. Yo, Bill and Melinda invented philanthropy. They invented charity. They invented giving back. Bruh, I'm so fucking worried. You know? Like, bro, yo, dude, we better pray, right? As Africans, we better pray that the world doesn't get another pandemic. Legit. We better fucking pray. You know, bro, fam, where's DMX when you need him? We need a fucking prayer. All right, P to the dog. Because we need a fucking prayer right now. I'm so fucking worried, bro. You know? I'm so fucking worried. You feel me? Like, bruh, dude, what happened? What happened? Who cheated? Huh? Who cheated? You know? Who cheated? Bruh, you know what? Do you know who I blame for this fucking divorce? I blame us. Africans. Yeah. I blame Africa, bruv. All facts. I blame Africa. So listen, right? If you are a white person who wants to fucking dedicate their lives to giving back to Africa, who wants to fucking take care of Africa, listen, my advice to you is don't. Okay? Dear white people, listen, listen, stop coming to Africa. Okay? Stop coming to Africa. If you love your life, if you love your marriage, don't come to Africa. Legit. Right? I mean, bruh, look at Bill and Melinda. They're fucking divorcing. Right? They're fucking divorcing because of Africa, bruv. I blame their divorce on their obsession with African kids. Legit. Bruh, yo, dude, Bill and Melinda are obsessed with fucking inoculating African kids. And listen, bruh, it's a beautiful thing, but it's weird. It's fucking weird, bruh. Fam, they are more obsessed with African kids than they were with each other. That's why they broke up. Facts. Bruh, think about it. 
they are more obsessed with me. I'm an African child. They are more obsessed with me. Maui Mau. An African kid from Johannesburg. An African kid named after a fucking island in Hawaii. Think about it. My name is Maui. Right? And bruv, I've never even been to Honolulu. <laughs> That's right. I ain't never even been to Kauai. But bruh, here we are. Here we are. Oh, is it Kauai? Kauai? Kauai is the basketball player, right? Right? The basketball player. The fun guy. I've never been to uh, Kauai. <laughs> right? Right? Kauai is one of the fucking islands over there, right? But Kauai in South Africa is a fucking restaurant. That's all I'm saying. Right? I fucking digress, bro. They are more obsessed with me than they are with each other. Yourself, and what would you like people to know about you? Uh, I'm a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. Um, I mean, it's just more question you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. <laughs> I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> <laughs> He's right there. Yeah, the glasses, there you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're so fucking selfless. It's incredible. It's amazing, bruv. Wow. So yeah, bruv, I blame Bill and Melinda Gates' divorce on us, on Africa. Okay, because they are super obsessed with Africa. And evidently, they aren't obsessed with each other. And that shit is sad. Now look, bruv, our mom and dad are divorcing. They're fucking divorcing. Hey, Ghana, are you happy? Are you happy now? You got mom and dad, right? Just fighting. You got them fighting. Hey, Nigeria, are you happy? Are you happy now? Look, mom and dad are divorcing. Okay? Hey, Kenya. Huh? Are you happy? Are you fucking happy now? Huh? South Africa. Fucking booze bags. Are you all happy now? Mom and dad are fucking divorcing. Bruh. I blame their divorce on their obsession with African kids. Bro, they just want to inoculate African kids. Is it weird? Yes. Are they friends with fucking Jeffrey Epstein? Yes. But bro, it is what it is. Right? They are obsessed with African kids. And I'm pretty sure they're also obsessed with their other fucking duties, right? Like, like running the fucking Illuminati. It is what it is. They're obsessed with all of that shit. But bruv, they are not obsessed with each other. Right? They just stopped having time for each other. And that shit is sad. Right? All they did was just fucking talk about Africa. And talk about the fucking pandemic. They never talked about fucking. They never talked about love. Right? Right? They stopped having fucking date nights. 
Right? They stopped being fucking, you know, spontaneous. Because they're out there saving the world. They're out there saving Africa. Man, I'm so distraught, man. Fuck. You know? I'm so fucking distraught. Listen, I really don't know what's going to happen. You know? I don't know what's going to happen. And by the way, Bill and Melinda are the second Seattle area power couple to get divorced in recent years. Right? Lest we forget that Amazon CEO, Jeff Bezos, split up right, with his wife, Mackenzie Scott, in 2019 after 25 years of marriage. This is only for Africans. The training is only for Africans. You may not bring your white wife. You may not bring your white wife. You may not bring your white wife. If you bring a non-African, you and the non-African will be escorted out my training. If you bring a non-African, you and the non-African will be escorted out my training. But fam, let's just be honest. You feel me? Jeff's divorce from Mackenzie is more understandable than Bill and Melinda's divorce. Why? Because, you know, Jeff Bezos got jacked. Right? He got jacked. He got himself a fucking blood boy. He built up some muscle. Right? He started looking like the fucking rock. Right? He's out there looking like the rock and fucking Kumail Nanjiani. Right? So, of course, bro, of course, when a nigga starts, you know, looking like Daddy Bay. Of course he's going to fucking step out the fucking marriage. That's what happens. I mean, it happened to fucking Chris Pratt. Right? He got jacked and, you know. You know? He got jacked and, and, and just left. And Nefarious looking crazy. Right? And now he's married to a girl who looks like Nefarious. So, inshallah. Right? Hulk smash! Fam, nothing is sacred anymore. Legit. Nothing is sacred. Right? Bill and Melinda. Like, bruh, we, we, we need both of them. You feel me, bruv? I get Jeff Bezos' situation, bruv. I get it. I get it. But, bruh, I just don't get Bill and Melinda's situation. I really don't. You know? I really don't, bro. You feel me? Now, bro, yo, I, you know, I'm out here just asking myself, you know? What are we going to do? Hmm? What are we, you know, poor Africans, going to do now? Hmm? We need both of them to survive. We need Bill and Melinda Gates for survival. You guys do know that, right? We need Bill and Melinda Gates for survival. Without Bill and Melinda, Africa is gonna be in a lot of trouble. You know? We need both of them for survival. Bruh, Bill and Melinda. Huh? Like, bruh, those names just go together. They're just fucking perfect together. Right? They're like peanut butter and jelly. You feel me, bruv? Great individually. But, bruh, they are Avengers-esque together. 
They're fucking great individually, but brought together, Iron Man and Captain America. All facts. You feel me, bro? Like, dude, ah. You know, so, uh, you know, here we are. You know, here we are just languishing, you know, just fucking languishing. 2021 is just looking crazy, bro. I really don't know what to say. You know, I really don't know what to say. You feel me? <sighs> Pray for Bill, man. Pray for Melinda. You know, pray for Bill and Melinda Gates, bro. Pray for them. Pray for the Gates family. You know, I'm pretty sure they don't need our prayers because they can just easily buy prayers. But just pray for them. <laughs> right. Some of y'all are sitting there going, damn, like, is he really distraught over this fucking divorce? Is he for real? Like, is he joking or is he real? Like, which one is it? You'll never know. Right? I guess you'll never know. All facts. Am I distraught? Or am I just being a fucking... A goof? Huh? Huh? Am I really distraught? Over the fucking divorce of these... You know, two white strangers? Or or am I just being a goof? Hmm? Listen, bruv, yo. Listen, listen, yo. I don't know, bro. Like, like, yo, fam, am I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking confused. <laughs> am I crying or am I laughing? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> What's going on? Huh? Am I being for real or is this satire? Fuck Bill and Melinda. What? <laughs> What's going on? You are fucking confused. You're sitting there going, damn, like, is Maui really just, wow, like, is he? I didn't know that he cares like that, like, right? I really didn't know that Maui just cared a lot about Bill and Melinda Gates. He just, just listen to him, bruv, he's crying, like, you know, what's going on? <laughs> when you're good, you're good. Okay? When you're good, you're good. Right? Speaking of Bill and Melinda, the FDA are preparing to approve a Pfizer vaccine for teenagers. I mean, brah, like, what, 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 you know? What the fuck is going on? Like, bro, yo, isn't a fucking vaccine one size fits all? Like, bruh, Pfizer is just out here looking to make money, bruv. Did I lie? Did I lie? Did I fucking lie? Pfizer is just out here taking advantage of this shit. Let's just keep it a buck. Let's just call it what it is. Right? Pfizer is out here taking advantage of this fucking pandemic. I mean, bruh, they are making... A vaccine for teenagers. Let that shit sink in. Bruh, yo, according to my knowledge, right, from 13 years 
upwards. Vaccines are one size fits all. Right? Now listen, listen. If they are making a vaccine for little kids, right? Like nine-year-olds, 10-year-olds, eight-year-olds, five-year-olds. Great. Great. But bruv, if they are making a vaccine for 14-year-olds, I mean, yo, where, where is this shit going to stop? Like, where does it stop? You know, because, bruv, yo, yo, it is starting to look like a fucking cash grab. All facts. And fam, I am not just saying this. I'm saying this because I'm well informed. I think Pfizer is just, it's just out here making money. They just want to make money. And listen, bruv, I get it. Right. All of these companies worked on these vaccines because they knew that, you know, in a few months, they're going to make a lot of money. Right? Right? They're making these vaccines because they know that there's money to be made. I get it. I understand how capitalism works. I get it. But, bruv, yo, Pfizer is legit. Is legit using this fucking pandemic as a money-making machine. Right? They're using this pandemic as a money generator. I mean, bruh, did y'all see their numbers last week? Huh? <coughs> 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 huh? Did y'all see that shit? Bruh, fam, Pfizer's numbers are looking crazy. Like, bruh, dude, when I saw those numbers, I was like, yo... Um, yo, is Pfizer in the iPhone business? I was asking questions like, bro, like, yo, does Pfizer make iPhones? Right? Then people were like, no, 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 no. Pfizer is, is the drug company. And I was like, I know. I was just, you know, I was just fucking around. Right? Just being sarcastic. Because, bro, yo, those fucking numbers are insane, bro. There's this fucking headline on the Wall Street Journal. Let me find it for you guys. Just look for them. Boom. Got it. The headline reads, Vaccine sales lift Pfizer's quarterly results. Right? Bro, this shit is just a game. Legit. Like, like well, what are we doing here? You know, like, like this shit is just a fucking game. Listen. The pandemic is real, right? Vaccines are real, right? Wear your fucking face mask, right? Inoculate yourself, inoculate your family. Listen, I am not saying don't do all of that. All I'm saying is, right, on top of the realities of the pandemic, right, there are people. Sitting there, right at the top, making a lot of money. The jet bruv, because Pfizer expects uh, its COVID nineteen vaccine to generate about twenty six billion dollars in sales this year. Yeah, right, and bruv, yo. 
that number is just a fucking projection. Right? Meaning, they could make more or less. But my point is, you know, you know, lean more on the former than the latter. They could make more. Right? Bruh, they are expecting to make $26 billion from their COVID-19 vaccine. You know? And where it is, where it is, you know, they are working on making the two-dose shot easier to administer and store. Right? And listen, bruv, your salute to the scientists behind their vaccine. Right? I want their vaccine. Right? I don't want the fucking Johnson & Johnson shit. I want the Pfizer vaccine because it's the best. Right? And listen, everybody deserves to get compensated accordingly. They work hard. But bruh, $26 billion? You know? $26 billion in the middle of a fucking pandemic? $26 billion? Not five? Not ten? Twenty-six? Right? And by the way, these motherfuckers are hoarding the, the know-how, right? How to make these vaccines. They are hoarding patents and trademarks. It's all a business. Our pain is a business. So, bruv, if you lost somebody because of COVID-19, just know that somebody's making money because of it. Okay? If you lost a family member because of COVID-19, oh, bruh, if you lost a job, right? If you lost a revenue stream, income, just know that, you know, somebody is making money during this here hard time. Welcome to planet Earth. Welcome to planet Earth. Inequality is, is, is here to stay, bruv. It don't matter, you know, how many fucking protests we, we spark up. It don't matter. I think inequality is here to stay, bruv. Poverty is here to stay in many ways. You know, I mean, bro, did y'all see what the fuck is going on in Colombia? I mean, dude, Colombia is on fire, bruv. Right? The government over there proposed this fucking asinine tax bill. Like, bro, why? Like, dude, they want to raise taxes. Let that shit sink in. They want to raise taxes. Meanwhile, over 40% of their population lives in squalor. Over 40% of Colombia's population is poor. I mean, dude, how do you raise taxes on a people, right? On a people that's already struggling. On a people that has nothing. These people have nothing. 
and you are raising taxes on them. And listen, bro, many of y'all are like, well, but like if they're poor, that means that they don't have an income. Therefore, there's nothing for the government to tax. Well, there is, dummy. Right? When taxes are increased, it's not only for income purposes. No. Right? The taxes increase across the board, meaning food is going to be more expensive. Right? If you are used to buying bread for a dollar, suddenly the bread is going to be three dollars, five. And many people cannot afford to buy a loaf of bread for five dollars. Just saying. Right? Just saying. So Colombians hit the streets last week, right? Throughout the protesting. Right? And a lot of people died. Including a fucking teenager. This kid was what? 17 years old and he got shot by a cop. You see, bruv? Like, hey, listen, fam. Yo, I, I really don't fucking know what's going on, bruv. All I know is Bill and Melinda are divorcing. And um, Africa could be fucked, you know, but but then again, he came out and he reassured everybody that everything's going to be fine. You know, so I guess we'll have to fucking take his word for it. You know, bro, we are fucked, man. Money is just, you know, like money just changed everything. I wonder how life without it would go. You know? I wonder how life without it would go. All facts. Right? But I guess we'll never know. You feel me? I guess we'll never know. Right? But all I know is the world is so fucking segregated. Right? Like the world is still segregated. There's still a fucking barrier between people. Right? Because of class. You feel me? Right? And the thing that determines class is money. Right? What can or what you can't afford. Money. Access, accessibility. Right? We just live in a crazy world, bruv. We live in a world where if you are poor, right? The rich motherfuckers in your country... Look at you and say, hey, suga imaposeni. You filthy nigga. You poor ass nigga. Suga imaposeni. 
la mama cabulang saipun cabula mama cabulang saipun cabula mama cabulang saipun Acikam keri la social Dozens were killed in multiple blasts at a school in the Afghan capital Kabul on Saturday, with many more injured. Officials say the victims were mostly female students coming out of school. Kabul has been on high alert since Washington announced plans last month to pull out all U.S. troops by September 11, with Afghan officials saying the Taliban have stepped up attacks across the country. No group has claimed responsibility for Saturday's attack, which Afghan President Ashraf Ghani blamed on the insurgent Taliban. A Taliban spokesman denied the group's involvement and condemned the incident. The explosions took place in western Kabul, a heavily Shiite Muslim neighbourhood that has frequently been attacked by Islamic State militants in the past. On Twitter, the European Union's mission in Afghanistan called the attack a despicable act of terrorism. And if someone steps out of their lane and they're not in your league, you say, Suga Emma Pose. Suga Emma Pose. I'm going to work on that one. Spa. Spa. Someone comes at you with some bullshit, you say, Unga Zong Nyanisa. Uya Nyanisa. Uya Nya. All that. All that. call someone stupid. Stwani. Stwani. Stititi. 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 Stititi.
Vegans are fucking disgusting. Legit, bruv. They're fucking disgusting. Not because of what they eat. No. No. Because of how they behave. Legit, bruv. They be out there judging meat eaters. Right? They be like, oh my god. Your beef is bad for the environment. Ew. Right? They be out there judging a person eating a fucking burger. Like, yo, yo, just let that man enjoy his fucking burger in peace. Okay? Leave him alone. He deserves it. He works hard. He's a fucking wage slave. Look at him. He works for a living. He hates his fucking job. Okay? That burger is his fucking solace. Leave him alone. Let him be. Vegans be out there judging a motherfucker for eating a steak. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, dude, people are trying to reward themselves. They work hard. They hate their lives. They hate their jobs. On top of that, they are losing friends and family due to COVID-19 complications. So leave them alone. Jesus fucking Christ, bro. Vegans are disgusting, bro. Right? And the crazy thing is, they think that everybody else is fucking disgusting. Listen, listen. I know that meat is bad for my body. Right? I know. And on top of that, I know that beef specifically is bad for the fucking environment. These cows be out there farting out methane and shit like that. It's all good. I know that cows emit methane. They be out there farting and burping all over the place. I get it. But, bruv, what the fuck do you want me to do? Huh? What the fuck do you want me to do? Listen, what the fuck do you want me to do? I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy in Africa. Right? Born and raised in a fucking bloody abattoir. It is what it is. Leave me alone, bruv. I love meat. 
I love seeing blood. It is what it is. I'm bloodthirsty. <laughs> All facts, bro. Right? I'm a fucking meat-eating hooligan. It is what it is. Just me if you wanna. Jed, bro, listen. If you are an African man who doesn't eat meat, listen, bro. Yo, you are not African. Bruh, I'm sorry to break this shit to you, bruv, but if you are a black African man who doesn't eat meat, listen, bruv, you are not African. All facts. Okay? All fucking facts. I'm just saying, bruv, I'm just a guy from Africa. Right? Please don't judge me. Legit, vegans be out here wildin', bruv. They be out there acting better than thou. Meanwhile, the food they eat has feelings. <laughs> right? They be out there eating cabbage and shit like that. Bruh, yo, plants got feelings. Right? Flowers be out there dancing to music and shit like that. Bruh, yo, everything is alive. Dear vegans, everything around us is alive. Everything around us has a fucking family. Every blade of grass has a family. Listen, dear vegans, right? If you motherfuckers love foliage so much, how about stop cutting your grass? How about that? Let the fucking weeds grow. Don't cut your grass. You motherfuckers love foliage, right? Don't cut your grass. Legit. Because every blade of grass has a family. Every blade of grass is alive. Vegans are out there wilding, bruv. Right? Vegans be out there filling their fucking houses with fucking houseplants. Why? Why do you have houseplants all over your fucking crib? Vegans be out there turning their houses into fucking greenhouses. Like, bruh, the fuck is going on? The fuck is going on? They be out there, you know, with their little fucking, their little fucking plants, right? Saying shit like, I care, right? Spraying them with water, right? They be out there spraying the fucking leaves, right? Delicately fucking holding the leaves, spraying the leaves with water, documenting that like oh look at me i care right i'm so earthly i love nature look at me holding this fucking leaf diaphanously right right well am i, am I spraying this leaf with water i care <laughs> right they be out there acting better than thou well i've got news for all of you plant Loving motherfuckers. And listen, bruv, I love plants. I love plants too. But I am not weird about it. <laughs> okay? My wife loves plants too. But she's not weird about it. I'm not surrounded by weirdos. Okay, now nah, that's a fucking lie. You know, some family members of mine, I mean, dude, you know. It gets weird. It gets weird. I'm just saying, it gets weird fucking weird but i digress okay 
for the most part, I am not surrounded by weirdos. Right? I'm not. Bruv, a story came out last week. That um, a vast majority of houseplants are grown in peat. Right? Now, if you don't know what peat is, I got you. Peat, sometimes known as turf, is an accumulation of partially decayed vegetation or organic matter. It is unique to natural areas called peatlands, bogs, mires, moors, or muskags. The peatland ecosystem covers 3.7 million square kilometers and it is the most efficient carbon sink on the planet. Facts. Now, bruv, what the fuck does that mean, right? When peat releases carbon dioxide, peatland plants recapture that carbon dioxide, maintaining an equilibrium. Now, bruv, what's happening? What's the problem? Well, the problem is most houseplants are grown in peat, right? Which then results in the demand for peat increasing. You feel me? Now, why is that a problem? Well, it's a problem because peat is finite. Ah, right? And the mining of peat is now widely condemned as unsustainable, environment wrecking, and carbon emitting. You feel me? Motherfuckers are out there using peat to grow houseplants, right? Oh, look at me. I love nature. I care. You meat-eating boomer. I care. Look at me. <laughs> right? Right? These fucking vegans be out here telling meat-eaters, right, to, to puma emapozeni. That's what they say. They be like, hey, I'm a vegan. Puma, Emma, Bozen. Speak to the hand because the face is too busy munching down on this vegan meal. Munching down on this Beyond Burger. Right? They be out there acting better than thou. They be out there just acting better than thou. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. They're fucking... Appetite for houseplants is damaging the planet. Huh? Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? Life is crazy, bruv. Life is fucking funny. Life comes at you fast. That's what I always say. Life comes at you fast. Right? Life comes at you fast. You feel me? Peat is finite. Peat is finite. And my fuckers are out there just mining the peat day in, day out. And that shit right there is wrecking havoc on the fucking planet. Welcome to planet Earth. You feel me? So um, to all of you uh, millennial... And um, Generation Z plant parents. 
keep your fucking head on a swivel. Like, dude, like, dude, what the fuck is going on out there? Like, like, what happened to y'all when you guys were still kids? You know? Like, how does one become a plant parent? Like, fam, what would, like, dude, what has to happen in one's life for him or her to grow up and become a plant parent? What happened? What happened? Like, what happened? Like, dude, what has to happen in one's life for one to grow up and then just fucking lose their mind in, in, in foliage? The fuck is going on? You know? Motherfuckers are cuckoo for greenery. It's weird. Right? And they love acting better than thou. Meanwhile, meanwhile, they're fucking... Appetite for houseplants is emitting carbon dioxide. Ain't that some shit? It's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. Vegans are fucking wild, bruv. Legit. And yo, dear vegans, here's a life lesson for y'all. Okay? In this here world, or on this here planet, you are either... Trying to kill something Or Something is trying to kill you That's just how nature works Right It's the hunter Versus the hunted And nine times out of ten The hunter eventually becomes The hunted Right So bruv Whether you guys like it or not A life Is going to get taken as a matter of fact, millions of lives are being taken as we speak. Right? Human lives, animal lives, right? Plants' lives, and bugs' lives. <laughs> Legit! Millions of lives are being taken as we speak. Hey, vegan, like, watch your every step. Be careful! Who knows? Maybe you you are out there stepping on on a family of ants. Be careful! Don't take that ant's life. Be careful. Be careful. Right? Vegans are all about life. Oh no! I want to preserve this animal's life. Meanwhile, plants are alive. Plants got families too. Amen. Legit, bruv. Plants got families. Bruv, plants be out here working day and night. Legit, fam, do you know how many hardworking, faithful, loyal plants I know? Bruh, there's a fucking sunflower. Right? This fucking guy lives down my block. Right? A family flower. That flower holds down his family. That flower works hard. Bruh, talk about work ethic. Like, dude, that flower is a family man flower. Legit, bruv. Legit. That flower, bruv. Listen, I look up to that flower. That fucking flower holds its family down. 
Bruh, talk about talk about keeping the black sunflower family together, bruv. I admire that. That flower works hard. Legit. Legit, bruv. So, dear vegans, stop eating all of this fucking vegetation. Stop it. Stop it. Right? These flowers are alive. These fucking leaves are alive. They deserve to live. Just like you. Everything around us is alive. Dear vegans, everything around us is alive. Stop killing cockroaches. Stop killing flies. Right? Stop stepping on ants. Everything around us is alive. Vegans. Oh, I want to preserve a life. The fuck? The fuck are y'all do? The fuck are y'all talking about? Oh, I want to preserve a life. I'll preserve your life. If you want to preserve a life, preserve your life. Take care of you. Okay? Take care of you because, yo, listen, where I'm from, cows gonna get slaughtered. That's where I'm from. Pigs gonna get slaughtered, bruv. Pig hairs be rolling all over the place. Motherfuckers eat everything, bruv. They even eat worms, fam. 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 The Minister of Finance, the South African Minister of Finance, is on social media. All day, every day, day. He be out there eating Mopani worms. A.K.A. Masonja. Right? And he documents his meals all the fucking time. Bruh, this fucking guy is not like, he's not worried about the economy. He's not out there calculating shit. No. He's out there cooking and eating and documenting his fucking meals on Twitter. Welcome to South Africa, Vic Mensa. Legit. Legit. So, bruv, listen. Lives gonna get taken. It don't matter if you are a fucking bird or a worm. Life gonna get taken. Welcome to South Africa, Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa, sir. Welcome to South Africa. Shit gets real over here, bruv. Shit gets bloody. This whole country is a fucking abattoir. Legit. Hair's gonna roll. All facts. All I'm saying is, hey, if you are vegan, you know, buckle the fuck up. Okay? Because the fucking tables are turning. Legit. The tables are turning. And to all of you vegan uh, plant parents, right? Be careful. Okay? Plant parenthood is coming for y'all. <laughs> Legit. Plant Parenthood is coming for your bro. Listen, I work for Plant Parenthood. Legit, bro. I'm coming for you, motherfuckers. I'm coming. I'm coming. Okay? And, bro, Plant Parenthood is different from Planned Parenthood. How so, you ask? Right? We are pro-life. Okay? We are pro-life. Legit, bro. We don't believe in eating vegetation. Stop eating vegetables, vegans. Stop! That potato is alive!
The jab broth, that potato was alive. Don't you fuck, don't you fucking dare touch the fucking tomato. Don't you fucking dare touch that lettuce. That fucking cabbage is alive. Okay? That apple is alive. That leaf is alive. Stop it! The jab broth. I'm here now. I'm fucking here. Plant parenthood. I'm here here now, now, nigga. nigga. Puma Emapuzin. That's the fucking slogan. Plant parenthood. Puma Emapuzin. I'm here now, bruv. I'm fucking here. You vegans be wildin', bruv. These motherfuckers be wildin'. Like my neighbor's dogs. Legit, these fucking dogs be barking for no fucking reason. No fucking reason. You see, bruv, this is what happens when you preserve an animal's life. Okay? Right? These fucking animals, they start getting disrespectful. That's all I'm saying! They start getting disrespectful. This is why we gotta get rid of them. Listen, I'm just saying it. It right is! But I fucking digress. Vegans be out there talking about preserving lives. Meanwhile, meanwhile, when they fucking plant their food, right? These farmers be using tons of fucking pesticides and and other chemicals. And those chemicals kill a lot of fucking insects and animals. Legit. Right? Those pesticides be killing rodents at 8,000 miles per hour. They be out there killing fucking insects at 8,000 miles per hour. They be out there killing fucking birds at 8,000 miles per hour. Talk about preserving a life. Welcome to Plant Parenthood. These fucking plant parents are wildin' out here, bruv. Right? They're fucking wildin' out here. Puma in my pussy. Yo, muscle boots! <laughs> Americans are losing their fucking minds, bruv. Legit. And I'm out here losing my voice. <laughs> but it is what it is. Bruv, yo. Yo, African Americans are just out there wilding. They are legit learning African languages, bruv. I mean, fam, where we at? Where we at? Wow. It's fucking incredible. It's amazing. Right? Motherfuckers are out there saying foot tech. Yeah? Yeah, but Tom Dim, yeah? Wahafa san, yeah? Ha! Yo, massa, what, what? Yeah, but Tom Dim King. Who did I galang fa? Who did I galang fa? Eh? Get swanna who did ready find out? Who did I galang fa? Americans are wildin', bro. You know? But it's a beautiful thing, fam. Like, you know, they're trying to reconnect, you know, and and it's cool. You know, usually I'm against it, but this week, hey, listen, I'm changing my tune, you know? I'm singing a different song. You feel me? I'm singing a different song, you know? Redemption song. (laughs) The song of freedom. Legit, bruv. You know? Motherfuckers are trying to get free, and it is what it is. Free my people. You know? Free my people from the fucking Star Spangled Banner, bruv. Jesus. Right? 
My people are still slaves to the fucking Star Spangled. Huh? The fuck? Come to South Africa. Go see Galela, bro. <laughs> the Rainbow Nation. Listen, bro, it gets gay over here. Just saying. Just saying. The Rainbow Nation. You know? So Meezy should be the president. Just saying. The Rainbow Nation. It makes sense, bruv. We are LGBTQI. R-A-E-O-O. All facts. Just saying, bruv. You know? Black Americans are out there just, just learning South African languages. It's incredible. I mean, dude, like, yo, they are learning how to swear. Right, in all of our fucking languages. We have 11 official languages in South Africa. Right, and motherfuckers out there learning how to swear in 11 official languages. Listen, bruv, I love it. I love it. And listen, bruv, listen. Listen, swearing is a sign of intelligence. I'm just saying. Okay? So, bruv, yo, if you are black, right, and you live in Europe... Or fucking, you know, wherever the fuck, <laughs> right? Right? Just look around you, right? And find somebody who's, you know, who's smaller than you are and, you know, and walk up to them and say, listen, listen here, hey, you must <laughs> Welcome to Plant Parenthood. We're here now. Puma. It's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. And I know this is difficult, but were you present at the time of your brother's murder? I was. <laughs> and how exactly was he uh, killed? Sorry. Killed. We had a friendly race with a go-kart. Then someone threw a banana peel out of Mario. His car spin out. He wiped out all over the pavement. I hear a noise like... My brother was a date. And is the person who threw the banana peel present in the courtroom at this moment? He is. All right, let the record show that the witness has indicated Wario, the evil Mario. Objection. I'm sorry, the other Mario. The prosecution rests, Your Honor. He a monster! Uh oh, I have food. Don't worry. This is why they pay me the big bucks. Would the defense like to call its first witness? Uh, we would, Your Honor. The defense calls Wario.
Wario, is it true, as many have put forward today, that you are evil? No, I am not the evil. I just uh, misunderstood. And some of the anti-Italian hatred in the courtroom is uh, disgusting. Objection. His accent is really bringing it on himself. Sustained. Watch it, Wario. You know, funny you should mention his accent. Your Honor, I'd like to submit as evidence Wario's Super Mario Wiki fan page, and this is all real. People are so mean, not online. <laughs> First, the section entitled Personality, and see if this doesn't sound defamatory to my client's character. <clears throat> Wario is generally lazy, ruthless, and greedy. He is foul and smelly as he eats a lot of garlic, his favorite food. Wow! Racist much? Objection! He's eating garlic right now. <laughs> Let's just keep reading, shall we? Here's a section titled Friends. Wario has almost never been seen with friends. The only person who hangs out with him is Waluigi, the evil Luigi. And I don't appreciate that description. <laughs> I Waluigi. It's like a weird Luigi, not an evil Luigi. Marron. Objection. How is any of this relevant? It goes toward how my client is unfairly painted as a villain. Listen to his theme song. You know Mario better than anyone. Yeah, just like me, only different colors and I'm a little fatter. And did Mario have a dark side? Uh, yes, he started eating a mushrooms. At first it was a microdosing and then it became a macrodosing. <laughs> and then sometimes you see him flashing like he was invincible. That's when he was on cocaine. Objection! Overruled. This is fun. <laughs> And was there anything off between him and Luigi? Uh, yes, I, I hate for it to come out like this, but Luigi was sleeping with Princess Peach, Mario's wife. Ooh. <laughs> you and I, we never sleep together. I never touch him under the overalls. Ah. Well, if what you say is true, how do you explain these text messages? <clears throat> Uh, hey, Luigi, my faucet's dripping. I need a plumber who can really lay some pipe. From Luigi, 3.17 a.m., you up, I am. And then he sent this video. And I don't think I need to tell you what the growing noise means. You son of a bitch! You ruined my life! Luigi, no! He's got a red turtle shell! Hello. I'm Governor Andrew Cuomo. And I'm Mario. And we are two misunderstood Italian-Americans. Well, I'm actually Japanese, but okay. Sure. Please don't believe the horrible stereotypes you see in Mario World. 
Some of the bad guys are even called Goombas. And I'm regular Mario. Don't worry about me. Sure, I died, but I still got three lives left. And hopefully, so do I. <laughs> this has been a message from the Italian-American Anti-Defamation League. And uh, me, Wario. is a great example of just how much influence billionaire philanthropists have that uh, a private matter between two individuals that is none of our business uh, can have these ripple effects but the fact that we need to understand it and unpack it and do podcasts about it and write stories about it uh, that all <laughs> speaks to just how unequal America has become to some extent Listen, can I tell a story about sure. what this man did to me once? You may have known or heard about this. It was a true story. This was a long time ago, long before Don got married. I was eating dinner in a restaurant in New York, and uh, uh, I was with, with some friends, and he came over to the table, and he said, Frank, do me a favor, will you? He said, I'm sitting with a very pretty girl, and uh, I'm trying to make out, you know? And he said, I told her I know you, and she really doesn't believe me. Would you stop by the table? I said, all right. I was just about finished. I was down to the espresso. And I finally, he went back, and I walked by the table, and I said, how are you, Don? Nice to see you. He said, can't you see I'm eating, Frank? What are you doing? <laughs> and I went, I went for the whole thing. You bought with my mouth open. No. The Waters is still getting money for Walgreens and Walmart. Warren Buffett is still getting money. I'm, I'm saying Bill Gates is still getting money. But as soon as if Floyd Mayweather step away from the sport and say he retired, and then I do exhibitions and I do other things. Oh, he's hurting for money. Look, look, I got a lot of problems. Money ain't one of my problems. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like he said, don't put no age limit on to when you to when you're going to get this money, because he went to jail at 17 years old. He did 20 straight years. He came home at 37 and he a millionaire in, the, in his account. So so and he only been home for four years. So. Don't put no age limit on it. But the one thing y'all seen during his journey from the time he stepped out that fucking prison, he put that work in. And more importantly, I ain't give a fuck about what nobody had to say about me. And I didn't let even our family because they was calling us talk about that motherfucker's crazy. And you and, see, Wallow, he crazy. It was crazy that you say, Floyd. I didn't let a moment of my life define me. Because when you sitting in that motherfucking cell and them people coming by and they telling me this, I ain't this, coming in, stripping me out, shaking me down, all this bullshit. I, I never abandoned who the fuck I was. And even going through them slave conditions, I always knew I was a motherfucking king. So when I came out here, it was like game time. And I knew, you know, growing up, we didn't, I didn't have this. So when I came here, I'm like, oh, my God, they gave us a computer? You mean to tell me I could be around the world with this motherfucker? And I went to work, you know, and I wasn't, like you say, I wasn't on it by time. It wasn't about what I was wearing. It was about, listen, I'm tapped in. I don't see what nobody else the fuck is doing. I got this tunnel vision, and I'm going to get out here and get this fucking money. You know what I mean? Because you need money to survive. 
you know. And that's what the fuck I did, you know. Fuck what everybody else was doing. I had to do me. And that's what a lot of things, y'all, we focus so much on a motherfucking comment on a social media from a motherfucker that might be somebody that's doing 10 times worse than you somewhere that really, that ain't got shit going on. We get that comment and somebody fucking opinion outside of yourself more power than you give yourself, than you give your family, than you give God. A comment worth more than anything out here to y'all. Stop the bullshit. Fuck what they think. You got to activate your fucking button in order to win in America. You mean Dr. Umar Johnson, the man yes. who has two children by two different women that he never married? Dr. Umar Johnson, the guy that for the last 10 years has not built brick one of a school he's collected money from? Dr. Umar, hold on, hold on, ma'am. Dr. Umar Johnson, the man who calls you queen, mother, goddess, and all this other kind of stuff. And again, for those who are keeping score, this is another woman who comes on and says, talk to us more like Umar. The Prince of Pan African, Big Papa's in the house. Run my donations. I mean, shout out to Umar. I got no problem with the dude, but I think it's funny. Y'all keep coming over here asking everybody to talk like Umar. Queen Mother Garland. Cocoa Butter and Seamoss Gold and shit. I'm going to speak power and strength into our beautiful African sisters. That's right. I'm going to build you up. And what makes it so bad about these uh, so-called life coaches, some of them actually regurgitate a lot of Dr. Umar talking points. People send me clips. People send me clips of some of these YouTubian opportunists so-called life coaches and I'm seeing some of them quote me verbatim without giving credit to their source and some of them claim to not even like me so why are you quoting my material and not referencing me you obviously watch me you obviously watch me because too much of my material is coming out of your mouth it's a whole group there's at least 12 I think I've counted 12 different YouTubian beta male wannabe life coaches that are out there slandering black women, attacking black women, degrading black women. I count about a dozen. I'm going to call them the dirty dozen of division. The triple D, the dirty dozen of division. There's about 12 members of the dirty dozen of division, 12 beta males, YouTube life coaches who are trying to build a platform by making black women feel bad. I don't like it. I, I, I can't appreciate black men trying to make a dollar off of making black women feel bad. And unfortunately, our black women, some of them are so thirsty for validation that they're participating. They're participating in the attacks and slander against the black female community and that's not acceptable that's not acceptable been underneath mcdermott has it blocked by westbrook <laughs> uh, oh did he slip on the sweat <laughs> he's got to get over the timeline and a timeout was called Smart. by scott brooks Smart. to avoid the violation westbrook is having fun and the fans are on their feet and he's happy He's loving it. He's soaking it all in tonight. I wish we could get more fans in this building. 
Come on. Mayor Browser. Michelle Obama is still speaking out on the issues that she championed as First Lady. She is now the star and the executive producer of the Netflix show Waffles and Mochi. This children's program is terrific. It focuses on teaching kids the value of healthy eating by sharing stories and traditions from around the world. But Monday, only on CBS This Morning, she's going to reveal Waffles and Mochi's next adventure. These two are very, very busy. We sat down with her in Washington, where she told us why she's very excited about her upcoming initiative with Partnership for a Healthier America. We also spoke with Mrs. Obama about some of the other challenges facing America. We asked about her reaction to the jury's decision to find Derek Chauvin guilty for the death of George Floyd. After the verdict, she and former President Obama released a statement saying... The jury in Minneapolis did the right thing. She told us what compelled them to speak out after that critical decision. The goal is to let leaders lead, but in, in certain times people, you know, look to us often, well, what do you think, how do you feel? Um, and we know that while we're all breathing a sigh of relief over the verdict, there's still work to be done. Um, and so we, we can't sort of say, great, that happened, let's move on. I know that people in the black community don't feel that way because they, many of us still live in fear as we go to the grocery store or worry about walking our, our dogs, walking our dogs or allowing our children to get a license. I mean, just imagine. Aren't your girls right driving? Now, they're driving. Yeah. But every time they get in a car by themselves, I worry about what assumption is being made by somebody who doesn't know everything about them. The fact that they are good students and polite girls, but maybe they're playing their music a little loud. Maybe somebody mm -hmm. sees the back of their head mm -hmm. and makes an assumption. I, like so many parents of black kids, have to, that the, 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 the innocent act of getting a license mm -hmm. puts fear in our hearts. Um, so I, th I think we have to talk about it more, and we have to ask our, our fellow citizens to listen a bit more mm -hmm. and to believe us yes. <laughs> and to know we don't want to be out there marching. I mean, all those Black Lives Matters kids, they'd rather not have to worry about this. They're taken to the streets because they have to. They're trying to have people understand that, that we're real folks. And the fear that many have of so many of us is irrational. And it's based on a history that is just, it's sad and it's dark. And it's time for us to move beyond that. Yeah. yeah, on Monday, you can see more of our exclusive conversation with the former First Lady about her ongoing mission to ensure that all families have access to healthy foods. It is a focus of her upcoming project with Waffles and Mochi. It's called Pass the Love, like that title. We also spoke with Mrs. Obama about the impact this pandemic is having on our collective mental health. She's talked candidly about her concerns and concerns that she has for her own family during these racially and politically divided times. You know, it's very rare for the two of them to issue a statement about anything. Right, they, right. they try very much not to get involved um, in a political way to speak, certainly against any party. They're very, very careful about that. But I think they both felt, considering the times that we're living in, that they had to say something. Well, I thought about what she it. said was very interesting when she said, you know, a lot of kids don't, they don't want to be out there marching. They got she's other things right they'd about like to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's right about that. It's yeah. it's like they're marching because because they're because they're fearful. Yeah, and you got to question your assumptions. I mean, if, if you're working in law enforcement, if you're that person behind somebody in a vehicle, you've got to ask yourself: Is my first uh, idea here my best idea about what's going on? Yeah.
And the assumptions that are made when she says when they don't know people. You know, I, I was talking about my son walking the do his dog, and sometimes he thinks, I better put on my Duke yeah. T-shirt. I mean, just the fact that you even think that way, that you feel in danger at any time. Yeah. It, it is. It's very, it's very jarring. Yeah. The mm. fuck are you talking about? Mm. The fuck are you talking about? I came as soon as I could. What's the situation on Mars? A solar storm, biggest we've ever seen. It caused significant damage to the colony. And the life support systems are down. They're running out of air, sir. The oxygen is dropping fast. There's a backup O2 circulator outside the habitat. One of them just needs to turn it on. The radiation levels outside are too high. It would be a suicide mission. Sir, one of the colonists has volunteered. He's on box now. So there are still heroes in this world. Hello, who am I speaking to? Chad. Chad? This is Elon Musk. Who? Elon Musk. I'm in charge of the whole Mars colonization project. Oh, congrats. Chad, I want to make sure you understand that you won't survive this mission. Okay. To save your fellow colonists, you'll have to make the ultimate sacrifice. Hmm. Sack. Chad, this is Mitchum with Ground Command. Make your way to the airlock and begin exit procedures. Okay. Chad, aren't you going to say goodbye? Bye. Chad, I'll always cherish what we've had together. OK. Oh, God. I wish we could make love just one last time. Sick. But we can't. It's all good. Chad, there's something that you should know before you go. I'm pregnant. Oh, congrats. The baby is yours. You're going to be a father, Chad. No, thank you. to walk you through the procedure step by step. How do you feel? Balls are sweating. I'm sorry to hear that. Now, before we turn the oxygen supply on, we need to vent the carbon dioxide. What's the pressure reading on the tank? Boobs. Uh, you broke up a little there, but this is very important. You'll need to pull the release lever slowly because of the pressure. <laughs> Chad? Chad, are you all right? All good. <laughs> Oxygen levels restored. Oh, two levels are climbing. <laughs> he did it! Make the feed public. Everyone needs to see this. Chad, the world can see you right now. Do you have anything you want to say? Safety. Let the camera get a good look at your face, Chad. I want the world to see the man who gave everything to ensure that humanity's future will be among the stars. Okay. No, 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 don't take your helmet off! Oh, oh damn! <laughs> well, I did say people were gonna die. I was never here. Girlfriend, man, I watch a lot of uh, watch a lot of TV with her. You know, I just annoy the hell out of her. She loves watching the Oprah Winfrey show, and I love like watching her watch the Oprah Winfrey show. And I wait for Oprah to say something stupid, and the second she does, I just take it out of my girl because I'm an asshole. That's what I do.
No, we were watching it the other day. You know, Oprah's on there. She's interviewing some clam, you know. And uh, she's giving her this big, ridiculous intro. Like, she's done this, she's done that, she's done this. And she does the most difficult job on the planet. She's the mother and continues on immediately. I just look at my girlfriend like, Phew. You know, like, really? Being a mother is the most difficult job on the planet. Oh yeah, all those mothers who die every year from black lung, from inhaling all that coal dust. <laughs> Dude, women are just constantly patting themselves on the back about how difficult their lives are and no one corrects them because they want to fuck them. <laughs> So there's just this tornado of like misinformation. I have the most difficult job on the planet. What would you rather be doing? Drilling to the center of the earth, shaking hands with the devil. Every time there's a rumble in the ground, you wait for the whole thing to collapse down on top of you so they can write that folk song about you, you know? Would you rather be up in the sunshine, running around with a couple of toddlers that you can send to bed anytime you want on some sort of trumped up charges, right? Because you want to have a drink and watch The Price is Right, you know what I mean? I couldn't believe it. It's the most difficult job on the planet. Oh, yeah. I thought roofing in the middle of July is a redhead. I thought that that was difficult. But these mothers are bending over at the waist, putting DVDs into DVD players. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. Dude, any job that you can do in your pajamas is not a difficult job, all right? You break. Jesus Christ, you're 35 years old, playing hide-and-go-seek. You're living the dream. You're living the dream. No time card, no taxes. You're off the fucking grid. Making popsicle stick houses. I mean, I'm... It's the most difficult job on the planet. Oprah's not even a mother. How the fuck would she know? Unbelievable. Knowledge. I grew up on hot porridge. Now my money sits on cold storage. Where I'm from, carnivores fight over foliage. Man, I had to drop out of college. I'm just a young black mammal holding down the famo. In this concrete, the rose grew to chase bands with guns and ammo. I feel like LeBron when I go hammer. Y'all niggas never got the mammal. Y'all never got the mammo, nah. Alchemist, you different, boy. 
I got the memo, yeah. I got the memo. I got the memo, yeah. I'm just a man, made up of nothing but particles. My every fit the headline, I feel like Carl Lagerfeld with every article. Man, all that you say been wet. My life been set, my J been wet. And before I splash, I gotta scrape off the barnacles. And then I set sail I heard your niggas life got curtailed By a fur tail nigga Pussy My life is a fair tale It's hard to measure this level of dopeness I charge a grand per scale uh, Per scale nigga Blind leading the blind Feel like Saddam, nigga. Leading a people in a time of decline, nigga. I'm Christ bleeding to wine, nigga. I'm different, nigga. Uh. I feel safe, I feel like I'm I'm wanted again. I feel like I'm back where I belong.